My name, I say Mr. Miyagi, I your host. Uh, I here with Tony. I dare you, son. I want your car, bitch. Uh, Why don't you, you give me your car? You take a good car. Very <laughs> yeah, exactly. American Japanese Very sexual, car. that movie. Let me uh, tell you. No old man gives a young boy a new car without expecting something. Uh, expect you know. out of karate. Sweep defense. Paint the floor. <laughs> Paint the car. <laughs> wax my bars. You get car after wax bar. Hey. <laughs> I gotta stop that. It hurts a lot. Um, Al is not with us yet. He is, I guess he's running errands or something. Uh, he will be with us later. But uh, we're gonna kick this off right now without him get started first. It was Tony and I'm. What have you been playing, Tony? Oh, uh, actually, I've been playing old Genesis games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? You know how I go through that cycle where I get, like, new games and I'm, like, bored and I just go back to the old shit? That says a lot for the new games. Huh? (laughs) That says a lot about new games. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know. Like, I've been playing, like, fucking, you know, Patapon for all these weeks and stuff like that. And I'm really, I'm really, really sick of it. I really am. And so I was like... You know, what games have I passed and what games won't frustrate me and stuff like that? So I was like, hey, you know what? I passed Super Highlight. And I'd like to add that to a bag of shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) If I I haven't done it before. um, Super Highlight is a really, really crappy game. Horrible. Why'd you play it? It's, It's, I mean, it has good things in, you know, on paper. You know, it sounds good. It tries they, hard. They, I'm sorry? It tries hard. It does try hard, <laughs> but it fails miserably. <laughs> so, um, okay, here's the premise. It's a tick motion kind of top-down. You know, every every movement takes, like, maybe half a second. So, But it's tick motion. So time runs in, like, real time, mm-hmm. okay? Um, you can adjust that. You could have it go to fastest, which means you'll speed all over the place. Or you could put it down to slow, and, you know, each movement takes one second to do. And, of course, one second takes, like, two seconds. So it's like, okay. You mean two two um, in-game seconds, you mean? Two game seconds, okay. exactly. And, um, okay, so it's very, very tick motion. I, I'm Before you go on, I'm a little confused. When you say tick motion, do you mean that, like, nothing, like... When you say tick motion, and you're talking about the in-game time, are you meaning well, to say that time way. doesn't move until you actually do something? No, or no, no. I'm let's confused. just put it this way. You press up on the D-pad. Yeah. You have one character animation. Uh-huh. Okay? Per half second. Okay. Okay, so it's like move, 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 move. Like walk, oh. walk, walk, walk. That bullshit. Oh, the animation is tick. Yes. Okay. Okay? 
and uh, whatchamacallit. So, uh, there's a lot, you know, there's a, a lot of that bad animation going on and stuff like that. And they introduced the weight system. Okay, the weight system is, oh, no. you know, everything that you wear or get from, like, the item store, it, you know, adds weight to you. And if you cannot carry that weight, you'll move like a fucking snail. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, like, n nice. Okay, uh, so it adds strategy. You can't get, like, really, really good stuff, even though, you know, you want it until you get your levels up. Oh, and that's another thing. It has, like, the... um. The, what was it, Dragon Quest, or, um, not Dragon Quest, what was that, uh, old NES game, anyway, uh, like Ultima 2, you can't level up until you go to, like, a king, and he says, do you want to level up, and oh, if you wow. have the experience points, yeah, if you want to, if you have the experience points, then you can level up as many times, so long as you have the required experience points, okay, um, but you have to go to him first, mm -hmm. you don't level up on, on you know, on the fly, so right. you have to go to him. So that takes a lot of it, out of it. You have to eat every six hours or some shit like that, okay? And uh, if you don't eat, you get weak. Um, there's time on this, which means it goes from morning, noon, night. Mm -hmm. And if you go into the midnight hours, he gets sleepy and weak. Oh. All of this is good on paper. All of this. It, it Except does sound interesting. I like to call this the get the fuck out of my way game, Okay. Why? Because everybody's in your fucking way. If you go to town, <laughs> all the fucking NPCs are in your fucking way. If I want to go through the door, the NPC's in the door. I got to wait for the NPC to walk the fuck out of there, which usually takes about five seconds because they're going, let me go this way, can't go that way. Let me go this way, can't go that way. Let me go this way. Let me go this way. Let me turn this way. Can't. Can't go that way. Let me turn this way. Let me turn this way. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm waiting for these fucking characters to get the fuck out of there, okay? And not only that, it's with the enemies too, and that's a, that's another thing too. You have two different kinds of enemies. Well, mm -hmm. I say enemies only because if you piss off the good monsters, they get they they start attacking you, okay? And the reason why you don't want to hit the good monsters is because the shop values go up. Nobody trusts you if you hit the good man. Uh, good monsters, okay? You become sort of like um, an outcast. So if you go to a shop and food is like $250, they're going to uh, charge you $300, mm -hmm. okay? That's how, that's how it goes. So you got to kill all the evil monsters and stuff, and only the evil monsters, which is hard to do, and it's hard to restrain yourself because the good monsters in some of these caverns are in your fucking way, and they won't move. And this you way. just want to just fucking kill them. Okay, because they're in your way, fucking time's going on, not only time in the game, but your fucking time, okay, and they're just standing there like dumbasses, okay, and your incentive here is to just fucking kill them and take the loss on the shops, you know, because it, it's so annoying. Be okay, Before so you go I'm, on, I, just one I, second, uh, this is a Genesis game you said? Yes. Okay, I must keep a lookout for this. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> if it comes on, uh, you know, virtual console, <laughs> um, get it. Just so you can feel my pain, okay? <laughs> and, uh, you know, so in all in all, it sounds good on paper, but the animation blows. The only thing good about this music is, uh, you know, anim sorry, let me finish that. Animation blows. Enemies blow mm -hmm. because they get in your way. NPCs blow because they get in your way. Um, time goes way too quickly. Um, and, you know, just put it this way. Uh, 
it's good on paper. Just good on paper. But bad game. Okay. I still so, want to check it out. <laughs> You've intrigued yeah. me. <laughs> After that, I played like uh, which one? Super Hang On. Oh, and I I've been trying to like uh break the code on that because I did it like so many years before, um when I was a teenager, like I got like like ten billion dollars or some shit like that, you know, and I was buying like the the titanium monocoque frame and shit like that and the turbo um engine and stuff. So I'm trying to do that so I could beat the hell out of everybody early. And uh, let's see, I've played uh Super Thunderblade. Played. Is that a is that a space shooter? A, a chopper shooter. Not a space shooter. No. Oh yeah, chopper. You you've ever seen Super Thunderblade yeah, on Genesis? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. I was just trying to remember what kind of game it was. Yeah. Um. Played that. I played. Uh. What the hell did I play? Oh. Oh yeah. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, which I gotta say is fucking laughable. Woo! <laughs> not only that. Not only Michael. that. Your premise is. Your premise is to hit all the guys. And there are guys, and rescue the kids. And there are but the kids. kids are girls. Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael. Yeah. And you yeah, make him dance. And he, and he rescues rescues them from closets. I I, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> Moonwalker has the stupidest premise, but the game like like it's actually a fun game to play if you ignore the fact that it's Michael Jackson and kids. Well, um, <laughs> I I like the arcade, and I liked this game a long time ago, but now I'm seeing it for what it is. It's like um. It's just an action. I'm rescuing kids. Bubbles turns me, uh, you know, points direction to go to get my ass kicked. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things going on with this game. I think of it this way: it's it's Shinobi, okay? It's Shinobi with Michael Jackson paint. So I just have to ignore the Michael Jackson paint, and I'm good with the game. I'm 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 Mm -hmm. good with it. I like it. When I start thinking about it's Michael Jackson touching those kids. (laughs) Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah, I like oh in, in the level it's in the ending of each level. I'm sorry. So I, I was gonna say I like in the ending of each level when uh when, when you beat a level and then there's that portrait of of Michael Jackson and it's like stage two two complete and you can press the A button and he goes whoo <laughs> but like <laughs> but the portrait of him isn't animated right so you know, like no, no, only the it, mouth animates the mouth. yeah <laughs> and so it looks really weird and it's very pixelated yeah. too whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking about that. Um, yeah. So, um, all in all, I'm going through like vintage games now because I I brought out my engage and I'm like, oh, okay, engage. Uh, let Ew. me just bring it to work. Let me just bring it here. Um, it looks like shit. Nobody wants to steal it. Engage or nomad? Huh? Engage or nomad? Oh, nomad. Sorry. I was gonna say if anybody I knew engage. had an engage, yeah, I'd have to Nokia. laugh. Nokia. <laughs> no, no, Nokia. Nokia. So, uh, no, it was the most, uh, I'm bringing my Nomad around. It looks like a fucking brick, so nobody wants to steal it. I don't bring that out on the train, mind you. <laughs> um, one, because I don't have batteries for it. And two, I don't want somebody to beat me, not necessarily to steal the game. But to sell but it. Because I have this oh. fucking system in my hand. That's a fucking awesome system, like, dude. Like, huh? people who don't know, maybe, but, like, that's an awesome system. It's a portable Genesis. <laughs> With a small screen, looks like a brick. Yeah. Heavy as hell. Yeah, but it's a portable Genesis. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I just uh, I just uh, you know, and I've been very busy. So uh, whenever I had break time, I just did that. Uh, you know, and that's pretty much it. I've I've been bringing out my like old old shit. Nothing and, on on the Genesis and stuff. Nothing on Genesis. the 360. Haven't haven't 
played a 360 game in a while, it seems. I haven't touched my 360 or Wii in, like, I don't know how long. I bet you... I really don't have the time. I bet you you turn on that 360 and uh, it red rings. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Come on. <laughs> hey, my, my disk drive is, is, is booty snatching, and so, like, I'm scared that it's going to die at some point. <laughs> oh, look, it's Bob Marley. Enter Arena. We give him call. You, you called it. So Al has joined with some mysterious plug up his butt, but Tony was finishing <laughs> saying what he was playing. No, 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 I'm done. I, oh. I've just been playing vintage games. Just Genesis and, games? Uh, yeah, Al, what have you been playing? Ooh, ooh, Say I super highlight. About now. Super Uh-oh. highlight. I was crying when I read that text message. <laughs> um, I finished Final Fantasy Tactics this week. Six. So after seventy six hours. So, yeah, I was I was a bit saddened at the ending, um, because it is sad, and um, and I owned everybody. Like I owned the last boss before the last boss could even like really attack. Like the last boss Word. hit somebody who wasn't even on my team. Is and that then, because you got that special character? That guy didn't even reach the boss. <laughs> he was so <laughs> he was so slow, and it was funny because the boss was running away from him. Because I know that he would have been able to like crit the boss and get him like within two hits. So he mm. was running away from my Dark Knight. But mm-hmm. then I got this other guy who was a part of the story. And his name is Orlando. Mm-hmm. He's I call him Vicious Killer. <laughs> he's got a he's got an Excalibur, right? And when I uh-huh. got him, I I would just run up to people. And hit them with a special move, and he would all die. Like, they would get hit for two, three times the amount of HP they had. Mm. So, every time I bring him into battle, I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Everybody starts dying and shit. It's your Megapon. And, um, so I, I had him on my team, of course. Mm-hmm. And I had him, like, you know, upgraded. And then I had my main guy who. I actually got a, a Ragnarok at the end of the game. So I switched him from Monk to Squire. So he was dual wielding Ragnarok and like some uh, regular ass shit. Stop and... the presses. Paul Newman just passed away. Okay, go ahead. Who? Paul Newman. Oh, man. I'll be watching his movies. I bought his tomato sauce. Oh. That's fucked up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's just poor taste. I'm sorry. What? The tomato sauce? Mm hmm. Oh. Oh, well, well rest in good. peace, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I think I knocked the boss out in like four hits in two turns, and uh, that that was that was it. And like most of the other regular bosses, they would get either one or two shotted by Orlando and somebody else. So that was good. Seventy six hours, very well spent. Now I'm playing Final Fantasy four, and I'm completely loving this game. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm at um, I'm in Kaipo. Oh, okay. Trying, so you're still trying to get to yeah. I'm trying to get to Dempsey, and then um, the game is hard. Like you know, the enemies hit hard. The status effects actually work. That yeah, and... that's what boned me. Like I wasn't worried about them hitting me hard as much as like, hey, look, it's just me by myself, and look, this dude cast stone on me, and I'm mm-hmm. dead. Shit. Yeah, I I faced that. I was um with Cecil and Kane, well, Cecil and Kane, Cecil, and um they were going to um oh this is when before uh mist and right before you get to mist, there are these birds. Oh yeah, 
yeah, the yeah, hell divers and they all cast uh that stolen spell on me that would petrify you gradually yeah but then right before i won with kane one of the birds attacked cecil and turned him to stone and i was like oh, what yeah <laughs> Wait, wait. Are you sure that he had, he got attacked and turned to stone, or it was just that it, he was gradually getting to stone, and oh, when he got no, attacked, no. It, he finally just went out? It it could have been, but it it was too soon. If if that would have oh, happened, okay. then I think that Kane would have turned before I won the battle. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure, but definitely, um, they both had petrify on, and Cecil just like turned to stone after immediately after an attack. So I'm not sure. I had it on. You know, I got the game more active with the fastest speed. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I will turn to active speed number two when I get to bosses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, kept I, was it, I always kept it on number one. <laughs> I was surprised that um, the Mist Dragon was hard. That's mm-hmm. the first boss of the game, so no spoilers. Um, uh, I was I was surprised that the Mist Dragon hit you real hard. And but you you don't you grind know. right? Well, I did. You decide to have to. Or? But in the beginning of the game, I didn't think it was necessary. But now I'm like, okay, I got Tella and I got Redia, and um, um, I should theoretically be in Damsign right now. But mm-hmm. I've been going back and forth between the cave and town and Kaipo, Kaipo yeah. yeah. So, see, right at we'll the outset, see. I was I was putting my guys through the grinders, so like they were five before they got into the cave, and mm-hmm. that took me a long time. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm really just trying to, you know, I spent 76 hours on tactics, and I don't want to spend 76 hours on on Final Fantasy IV. If you grind, it won't. It still won't take you that long, so don't worry about that. Okay. And I want to. I still want to have a challenge, but not have it be right. impossible. Right. So, um, hopefully, I won't have to grind so much in order to get the necessary challenge that I want. Um, also, the voice acting. I like the voice acting in the game. Um, uh, even though I, I still don't get why Kane's voice has to be so deep, I love that. It's it's it is cool, but I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Kane. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that doesn't fit your small ass body. <laughs> the following takes place between 12 p.m. and 1 p.m. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was cool, and I thought that the voice acting was gonna be like terribly spaced out, like it doesn't sound like they're having conversations. But it does. Which oh, is no, they did a good job of that. Yeah. Just one remark before we go on on the grinding. I think that if you consistently try to get the best weapons and and, and the most, like, heal potions possible, like, if you just pay attention to that, like, because stuff is actually kind of expensive and the enemies don't give you that much gold. Yeah, I noticed so, that too. Yeah, so if you if you just concentrate on, on, on filling up your inventory, which which you can't do because your bag is bottomless, which is awesome, Ah, um, oh. yeah. So, you, so the so the big chocolate. I'm not going to ruin what he does for you, but he doesn't cha- change items for you anymore. He does something. Oh, else. I know what he does. Oh, okay, so he, you do. He helps out the little right. summon thing. Right. So, um, yeah. which if, I, I played that math game. And oh no! Yo, I I played that little math mini game, Ugh. and I was like, why this this is a lot harder than it initially seemed. I hate having to drag all those numbers around. I just hate it. Yeah, but, I um, hate having to think of how the numbers are supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you concentrate on just filling up your inventory uh, with the best stuff and like you know getting as much gold as possible, I think that that your levels will kind of get you where you need to be. So, do you know what I mean? Like like a lot of people like look at their experience points and they're like, oh shit, I got like a zillion to go before I gain a level. Um, yeah. Like the way I, I I was starting to look at it was like, all right, there's this sword or there's just something that costs X amount. 
and I need to go for that. Okay, I've bought the sword. Well, now I don't have any healing potions, so I've got to I've got to get some gold to stock up on 20 healing potions. Oh wait, these guys cast stone. Let me get a gold needle. Blah blah blah. And after mm. all that's done, you look at your levels and you're like, holy shit, my guys are buff now. Okay, good. You know, I can go on. Yeah, um, that's true. Mentally, it's just it, it it's the same thing, but mentally it, it feels better to you know not pay attention to that experience point, especially because like. You know when you're playing something like Diablo or, or, or Titan Quest and you see a little bar on the bottom like go up really slowly, like every enemy you kill is just like mm-hmm. a pixel. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you been playing? Or is it, are you still talking about FF4? Um, I'm pretty much done talking about FF4. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, I played some Baten Kaitos oh. and I thought I finished it, but um, I didn't. You'll not and finish Game I'm, I'm at the... I'm at the twist in the game, and Ooh. now I'm like, oh, looks like I got another ten hours left in this game. Yeah, but I'm at, I'm at thirty hours, so public. Ser- I guess before you go on, public service announcement for fans of Baton Kaitos who have not gotten Baton Kaitos Origins yet. I looked for it on Amazon. You can't buy it anymore, so you have to get it from an Amazon auction or a reseller. Um, so I I saw that and I was just like, shit, I can't get it like regular. It's not in stock anymore, so I had to get it from some podunk seller who well, he has a hundred percent. Accelerating, he sold like 500 things, and it was for 20 bucks. So I said, "Bye." But anybody who's out there looking for Baton Kaitos 2, uh, you better get on that really quick. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Um, I also played just actually earlier this morning, uh, some Castle Crashers, and I uh, had a good time playing that. Um, it's so messed up. There's this level you're in the alien ship. That has the aliens from Alien Hominid, mm-hmm. and uh, good cross the aliens reference. take, huh? I said good cross reference. Yeah, um, the aliens take like two hits to kill, mm-hmm. but they swarm you. Oh, and um, there's this part where <clears throat> you have to kill like probably eighty of them or something like that. And after you knock them all out, then you free this guy. He's like sitting on a toilet, lifting um <laughs> a, a, a dumbbell, and because <laughs> he's in jail. You know, he's he's in jail, so he's like doing the whole jail toilet. Yeah, all you see is him sitting on the toilet, and and he's lifting dumbbell. So you turn off the the beams at his prison gate, prison bars. He gets up, he starts banging on the console, and the whole thing starts to like self destruct. He ejects, and then you have a minute to get out. Mm -hmm. So you're you're going through stuff. You kill a couple of guys, and then there's like a little obstacle course where you gotta dodge these um, little manholes that are shooting smoke. And then you kill like four more guys in like one hit, and then you see the door. What what's so fucked up is that by the time you get to the door, it's usually like twelve seconds left, something like that. And instead of just being able to walk right to the door, they give you a queue. You have to walk through like a Six Flags queue to get to the, oh. <laughs> to the door. So it, <laughs> I, the line winds around and around and around. Yes. Oh. I was like, you guys are bastards. They should make you like do it. They should make you do like a height check when you get to the end of the line, and if you're not tall enough, they send you to the back of the line. But you can't control that, and you and you get you get taller by like beating up people or something like that. I don't know. But um, That's yeah, I, I had realized that there was a queue there when there was like I think like six seconds left mm-hmm. because I was just looking for secrets. Oh, although there aren't any secrets. <laughs> so um, like, let me look for secrets, even though they don't do that in this game. No, no, oh, no, oh, in that no stage, okay. in that part, yeah. So, um, 
there were no secrets in that part and then i was like okay let me exit wait a minute i gotta go all the way to the right side and then up and then all the way back to the left side and up and oh, then halfway sh- to the right and <laughs> up and back, halfway to the left and then leave so the whole shit blew up before i could escape and i had to do it again that's fucking funny level too, so it's funny that's terrible um so yeah i did that that that's hilarious that seems yeah. like a that, that's like a that's like a, a a kojima thing not not <laughs> not in terms of he would do something slapstick like that but like he does something just to fuck with you Oh yeah, like that really shitty uh, ending dialogue in Metal Gear Solid Two. <laughs> oh, how do you do that? But um, we oh, are the Patriots. You after that, you go into a sandcastle mm. and you like fight people in sandcastle. And there's this one part where you play beach volleyball. <laughs> and what the hell? <laughs> it's hilarious. You um, <laughs> you 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 see this big beach ball that goes in, in the middle of the thing. And I thought it was dodgeball for a second because mm-hmm. it was like four guys on that side and it was only, I was playing by myself so it was only me against four. And you hit the ball and the ball goes the other side. And they're knocking it over back to you. You got to, you know, follow the shadow, hit the hit the ball back. And whoever scores 10 points first wins. Mm-hmm. If you lose, they laugh at you and call you a loser. <laughs> no, 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 they don't call you a loser. They say you fail. You fail. And That's the Then same you thing. have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, then if you win... Um, I think this big guy comes out. I, I don't know if they die or if they run away. I don't remember. But um, if you win, you get to proceed on with the game. Mm-hmm. But the beach volleyball thing was really funny. It, it's just like Do you're they not have boob physics. It, boob. Hmm? They should have boob physics just to fuck with you. Boob physics. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's all I've been playing. Uh, Austin, did you say what you were playing? Oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Oh, just oh, 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 Mega Man 9 I played. Ah. And, uh, I'd just like to say that that game is tough as nails. Um, I played it all of, I think, what? And, uh, no, is it not? No, I played it for about 25 minutes the first day. And I, I haven't played Oh, no, I played it for another 10 minutes a day after or something like 360 that. or Wii? And I have not beaten a boss yet. Uh, Wii. Okay. It's only out for the Wii right now. Oh, it didn't come out for any? Okay. Unless it came out for PS3 this past Thursday, but I'm not sure. Probably did. But um, I wanted it for Wii because of the controller. Right, and you get the same achievements in in the Wii version anyway. Oh, interesting. Except they don't add to achievement points. Right, they're just they're just whole, like trophies. Yeah, they do they're different like challenges and whatnot. Right, and don't throw your controller. Five hundred <laughs> points. So um, yeah, that game is hard. <laughs> I played three stages, and I was only able to get to the boss of one, uh, Concrete Man. And I know Concrete Man's pattern is like real simple, and I got him down to one life, and I died. <laughs> Anybody, so, um, anybody who 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 is a fan of Giant Bomb, go to Giant Bomb. They have a, ve- a Mega Man Nine video. It's not so much a video of Mega Man Nine as much as it is a video of Jeff Gersman trying to play Mega Man Nine and swearing. Mm-hmm. It's six minutes long of him going of the same music playing over and over again because he keeps dying at the same spot. So like, fuck, pew pew pew, fucking a. Pew, 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 shit. And then, pew, pew, pew. And he goes, like that. Like, twice or three times during the thing. Like, instead of swearing or, or, or like, oh or, or just like hitting the bed he, or something. He probably put a place card, edit video here. He, yeah, he probably did. Go back to the video. That's, that's what he did. You know, because like, and like t- twice he, w- he, he goes, instead of swearing because he's just so like aggravated. <laughs> No. The video Trust comes me. back on and, and his fucking house is destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that too. I remember I was playing this the second day and Evelyn was at the computer and I'm sitting here playing for like five minutes. I was waiting for something. So uh-huh. I got up to 
concrete man, I'm fighting him, and he basically charges back and forth, and he'll shoot the concrete blocks, don't get hit by the concrete, or else you'll freeze for a second, mm -hmm. and then sometimes he'll jump, like Bowser in Super Mario 3, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I'm like jumping around, like, oh, oh my god, that's it, wait, ah, no, and I was like, it's not that serious, I'm like, yes it is, oh my god, ah. and then I, I lose at yes, that one is. hit point thing, I'm like, fuck! <laughs> and then, and then after when, it's all when, done, like girls do that, they're like, "Why are you taking this so serious? It's just a game, you bitch! I'm fucking, <laughs> yeah. you don't understand! <laughs> God damn it! You and just I, don't understand!" I thought it was so funny that afterwards. I was like, "I love this game." Wanting <laughs> 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 for punishment. Yeah. That's what it is. No, the funniest <laughs> thing that was at like this is six minutes of video of him going like "fuck shit" oh, like that, and then, <laughs> finally after six minutes he beats a boss and he's like, "Ha ha!" Uh, I'm the greatest Mega Man non-player that ever lived, and he turns it off. <laughs> um, what else is that? It. That's it. Oh, I uh, I dipped into Hitman Blood Money uh, off a of Game Tap uh, okay. a little bit last week, and I meant to talk about it last week, but I forgot to. And so I was playing a little bit more this week. It, the the thing, of, oh man, it's like it presents itself as this game where you can do anything. You can you you have a completely open ended way of going about your mission. You can go in uh -huh. and you can go guns blazing, you can go in stealthy, you can use a variety of costumes or whatnot. Like like you could you could uh, kill like a, a parking lot attendant in the bathroom and then change into a suit so you're disguised and everything. But it's not as open as it presents itself to be, which is not necessarily a problem, it's just a little disappointing because I I played the first the, the very very first Hitman that came out in like 1999 or 2000 or something. I bought that game and like I read the back of the the whole back of the box kind of thing. I read it and I'm just like this seems really cool. Um and I played it and it held all the elements in place, but it was so rigid in terms of like, oh, you can do anything. Wait, no, you can't. And it felt kind of like annoying and broken. And so I've I've avoided all the Hitman games since and I've been hearing so many good things about the sequel. So I'm like blood money, okay. But, like, it, it, it wants you to do either one of two or three things, and it, and it just kind of it feels, like, kind of restrictive uh, when, it, when, when compared to how it presents itself. And, like, you can, you're kind of free to do what you want within those kind of two or three different methods of... of two, I, I'll, I'll use business speak. Two or three different best practices of, you know, <laughs> knocking off whoever you're supposed to knock off. But it's still kind of rigid. But it's 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 pretty fun once you figure it out. It feels really like there's a greatest sense of accomplishment when you figure out just how you can go in and do it without like killing a whole bunch of people. Because again, they're like, okay, you can go in and bl guns blazing. I've tried that and I've been surrounded by like twenty seven thousand security guards and died. That's not working. <laughs> um, so I'm at this level where I'm in an opera house and I'm supposed to off this dude who's on stage and then off this dude who's like in the in the box seat. Um and I uh I was going into the like in the game this is the third stage. Uh and in the game the more people you kill, the more notorious you get. So mm -hmm. if you kill a lot of people in the first level, by the second level everyone's kind of giving you the stink eye. And like, like, because they know you're. Uh, they they, sus they suspect that you're like some weird, like, they suspect that you're like, hey, is that the guy that I read about in the newspaper? And they just kind of like give you the, the stink eye and walk away. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I didn't kill. I, I think I killed that many people, but apparently I did. You know, because I went through the first stage like, like trying to not kill anybody only when necessary, 
And then, like, the newspaper page comes up and says, Hitman kills 17 people in... I'm like, what? 17? There weren't even 17 <laughs> people in the stage. What the hell happened? And then, like, <laughs> I played it again, and the number went down to, like, 16. And I'm like, what? So I guess I failed at that. But um, it's like, notorious killer. And so, like, my notoriety was there. And then you can kind of lower your notoriety by kind of, like, buying off the press or buying off the government. And I had some money for my first mission, so I was like, fuck that. And I bought off, like, the the, the mayor and the press. So I got my levels mm-hmm. down. But after the second level, which took place in a vineyard, um, that went right back up. And so now <laughs> in the opera house, like, I'm walking around, and everybody's, like, giving me this stink eye, like, this, some stupid, like, this is, this takes place in France, this opera house level. And, like, some stupid, sleazy American tourist, like, from the south, like, oh, who's that guy? And I follow <laughs> him into the men's room because, like, I- I've been through this stage a couple of times. I, I must have replayed it, like, ten times. I've been through this stage, like, a couple of times, and I know that, that at a certain point, um a construction worker comes in to take a leak and I need to get his costume, his costume, get, need to get his clothes on. So I'm waiting in the bathroom and then like the, the American tourist kind of sees me and sees me waiting in the stall next to him and just kind of gives me another stink eye, waits there. And instead of taking a piss, he just turns around and leaves. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking rape you or anything like that. I'm just waiting here for somebody else. I just want your clothes. No, not that guy either. I was just waiting there, and I, and I had my guy facing the toilet. Okay, mm-hmm. so it looked like I was taking a leak, so that when the guy came in, like he he wouldn't suspect anything. But he comes in, sees me, and like sits in his stall for stands in his stall for a second, looking at me, and I'm like, I should be the one upset at you because you're watching me pee, even though I'm not really mm-hmm. peeing. <laughs> He's like, I know who you yeah, are. It, it, I know what you're going to exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> He's sitting there in the stall looking at me, and then like he just turns around and leaves. I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> then finally <laughs> finally, the construction guy comes in. Um, I, I, I break his neck, and then I take his clothes, and, I, and, I, and, and conveniently the bathroom happens to have a body-sized container in the corner. Awesome. To mm, dump him nice. in. And I'm like, I'm like, what bathroom has that? <laughs> What hmm. bathroom has a coffin-sized container, freezer, slash whatever, to put a body in? A woman's bathroom. A woman's they bathroom. have to hold the tampon somewhere. Oh, that's terrible. That's awful. I've never seen that many. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so th- that was pretty funny. Like, there are a lot of funny moments like that where it's just like, what the, what the fuck is it? But it, that is cool about the game, that, that people start to react to you kind of like that. Like, like what the fuck? Like, I was, I was talking to a friend about... Uh, about um, Fable Two, because she's looking, she's really looking forward to Fable Two, and she's like the, the first Fable, the way that they change the way that they behave towards you when you do mm-hmm. something. In Grand Theft Auto, they never do that. Like they, o- you're always a bad guy, so they always see you that way. So, so all they really do is curse at you when you're on the street if you bump into them. Otherwise, th- nothing else happens. And and like it's the same kind of way with with Blood Money, in that like yeah, they react to you depending on what you do. If you're walking around in a janitor costume with your sniper rifle suitcase, they look at you funny. <laughs> but if you put the sniper rifle case down and just walk around like normal, then they're okay with it. If you're in a security guard outfit, but you're carrying a construction worker's toolbox, then they'll look at you funny. And and even the more alert security guards will actually open fire on you because like, wait a second, this security guard is not supposed to be carrying this thing. What the fuck? And that's all really cool. I like that. Um, my only thing is, is that no matter how low your notoriety is, you're walking around with a fucking barcode on the back of your neck. How does anybody not notice that? <laughs> they don't, do they? They don't, they don't notice that. Like, I'm, okay, when I took the construction worker's stuff, he had a cap on, and so I put the hat on, but the barcode is, like, on the on the bottom of your scalp, like, near where the base of your neck is. I mean, where the base of your skull is, so the, co- the cap doesn't cover that. 
I'm walking around in this cap, and the barcode is like still visible, and nobody really notices <laughs> that. And I'm just like, uh, okay. First of all, the guy was bald, walking in with a suit and gloves, and he had the barcode mm-hmm. on his neck. You didn't look at him funny <laughs> until you got a, uh, like like. Okay, that's weird. And then you put a, bo- uh, a baseball cap on. The same guy who was in the suit with gloves on, you know, now has different clothing and is carrying a different thing. And you know he's the same guy because he has a barcode on his neck, but you don't do <laughs> marketing. anything. Marketing. That's what it's for. Barcode um, marketing? What? what? Yeah, just – no, no, no. The barcode yeah. is marketing for whoever put the barcode on it. So <laughs> he's like um, – he, he It's marketing for his, assassin- his assassination guild. Yeah, exactly. I don't think an assassin exactly. guild wants to market itself. Why can't? <laughs> well, because you're not an assassin. I mean, like, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Why don't you just put a bandaid over? They should give you an option to like. Control. Yeah, I know. What I don't. Get, I don't get that. It's it's really weird, but it's it's funny like that. So, yeah, that that's uh that that's Hitman Blood. I I plan to continue trying it. It's again, it's it, it's upsetting because like it's one of the things that I keep on trying to replay over and over and over again. And I could just shoot the guys. Like, I could just go into the box seat and shoot him, and then run and then hide and change costumes and come out again, and they won't notice. And then shoot the second guy in the run for the eggs. But I don't want to do that, you know? I want to actually do be, be stealthy. So um, what else have I been playing? I think that's mostly about it. No, no, I'm sorry. I've been playing more Yakuza and trying to finish Devil May Cry. I've got four chapters left, so I'm pretty happy about that. And, and Al's like, you better watch out for the last four chapters. They're really hard, and now I don't want to play it anymore. Um, it's actually three. Oh, there's, so, there, so it's 23, not 24? Yeah, 23. Okay. And 23 is piece of cake. Oh, good. Okay, okay. Check. So right now, because you beat the the last nightmare, yeah, and now it's just you gotta fight somebody who could potentially be really hard. But if you do what you normally do, which is what you told me you do against um, nightmare, mm-hmm. you should be all right. Just um, as a hint, fi- uh, no, oh, Ifrit over Alistair. Okay, okay, and um, then the next stage is the quote unquote. It's it's the last boss, and that is kind of hard. Okay, and then after that, and, some like filler. and after that, it's it's the the epilogue slash, you know, there's a boss there, but it's not. It's tough a piece of cake. The, the the funny thing is about this game's chapter structure or mission structure is just that like nineteen was get this thing and put it there, and that's all it was. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like that that's a rip off. Like I play like in terms of like me finishing the game off my backlog, I'm like yeah, but me like having fun with it, I'm like no, I'm like mm-hmm. expecting like okay to get get the philosopher's stone or whatever the fuck it is and put it in this thing. I'm expecting this big dragon to drop from the sky. It's just like you put the stone in, bing, chapter over. What? And they're like, oh, you got a hunter rank B. I'm like yeah, because I didn't do anything. Like I didn't fight anything and I didn't die. That's why I got such a high grade. That's cheap, but whatever. <laughs> um... Yeah, I consistently get rank C and D. So, yeah, I don't... Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, there's that, and then Yakuza again. Uh, something about Yakuza that I didn't really mention last time because I didn't realize it, it's actually more of a of an action-adventure beat-em-up role-playing game more so than just a, a pure beat-em-up. Because mm-hmm. it's very story-driven, and you get experience for, for kicking the shit out of people, so, and, and you can, like, level up like your three attributes, like your your life bar, your move set, you can equip stuff, you can buy a whole bunch of items at stores, and and you can take on little side quests. Like, um, oh, this funny thing, uh, this girl was getting accosted by some drunk dude, and so mm-hmm. I threaten him, and he goes away, 
And then the girl's like, would, you know, you're such a handsome man. Would you like to have a drink with me? And I'm like, huh. Let's get the, there's an option. You can say no if you want to. I was like, oh, okay, l- l- let me give that a shot. So she, uh, she, she's like, I know this good place where they serve good drinks. And like, I go into this bar, and she starts talking like a ditz. And I'm like, okay, no one gets drunk this fast. And if they get drunk this fast, either something is wrong with them or they want something from you. <laughs> and so I'm like, whatever. And like, she's just like, what do you think about me? And like, the, the, the choices are like, you're so cute, I could eat you up. Um, the second choice is like, um, if if you play with me, you might get burned. And then the third one's just like, we just met. So I'm just like, the fuck is this? So I, I chose we just met. And she's like, well, I want to get to know you better. Let's have some drinks. And so the bartender, like, puts this bubbling drink in a shot glass on the counter. And I'm like, this looks like trouble. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is a video game. Why the fuck not? I bet you something bad happens if I drink this drink. And so I take the, I'm like, okay, bottoms up. So I take the drink, and we drink it. And then she keeps on talking, and then she's like, want another one? And I'm like, okay, and it's the same one. And I'm like, uh-oh, something's bad going to happen. But again, it's a video game. I can re- reload my save if something happens. Why mm-hmm. not just take it? And so as she's talking to me, the screen becomes blurry, and I get knocked the fuck out. And they're like, they're like, oh, my God, sir, are you all right? Sir, sir, sir. And then the screen fades to black. And then I wake up outside the bar, like, missing a shoe. And, like... <laughs> And this other drunkard's like, the drunkard that I had told to go away before, he's like, Aha, you got tricked. That girl works for the bar. I got fooled once, but I'm not getting fooled again. They took all your money. Now, at this point, I don't realize how much money's been taken because I wasn't paying attention to how much money I had. Um, and so I, I go back to the bar, and I see the lady standing outside, and I, I tap her on the shoulder. She's like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm really sorry. They made me do it. You know, they, 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 they threatened to hurt me if I didn't do that. Um, the bar is still open, so it might be a good chance to ask for your money back right now. Okay, bye. And she runs, like runs away. And I'm like, this isn't going to be as easy as I think it is, is it? So I walk into the bar, and I talk to the guy behind the bar. T- uh, I talk to the bartender, and he's just like, oh, you got pretty drunk last time. I'm glad you made it home safely. And I'm like, I know you took my money, fuck. And, and they swear a lot in this game, so he's just like, motherfucker, I know you took my money. And he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but if you're going to cause so much trouble in my bar, I suggest you leave. And a whole, all the ball, bar patrons, like, stand up, and, like, they have, like, baseball bats and shit. And so, like, obviously it's like, it's like, oh, it's time to fight. And so I kick the shit at everybody, and um, I'm looking at how much money I have, and it's it's 8,000 yen, okay? Yen is obviously cheaper, so 8,000 is not that much. It's like 80 bucks. So I have 8,000 8, 8, yen, and I'm like, all right. And so this guy's cowering behind the bar. So I go up to him, and he's just, here, here, take this. And the choices are, are goddamn right or no way. And I'm like, I wonder what the no way is, but like I don't feel like finding <laughs> out if it's like something else. So I'm like, yeah, goddamn mm-hmm. right. So I take it. And then I leave, and then I look at my money again, and like instead of eight thousand, I have like a hundred and eight thousand. I'm like, they took a thousand dollars worth of money off of me, and I didn't realize how much they had just ripped me off. So I'm like, I'm glad that I went back, but like there are little things like that peppered around the game, like little side quests or like things where they trick you, and that makes it like really, that makes it really interesting to me because it's not like I said like last week I'm like oh it's a beat 'em up and it feels good to like beat people. It's not just about that. So it makes it a really intriguing game. Um, the only uh, the only problem is that like when you're trying to turn around to face enemies behind you, it's not that smooth. 
And so it doesn't feel as, like I said last time, it doesn't feel as elegant as something like God of War or Devil May Cry. It's hard to like get your bearings on people. You can't lock on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a bit hard that way, but it's it's still fun in in that regard. Like of all the things you can do, and the representation of Tokyo or wherever the hell you are is pretty good. Um, and like as an RPG, it's pretty funny that like they they fra- they they term it as an RPG because like you do have random battles as you're walking around the street, but it totally <laughs> it totally makes sense in the context of the game. It's like other yakuza members or or like just random thugs trying to pull a fast one on you, like. I was walking by, and this other this girl suddenly turns around and says, "Stop grab my, grabbing my ass, you dirty motherfucker!" And then, <laughs> I, yes, they swear that much in this game. Um, and then her quote unquote boyfriend comes up and is like, "Hey, you bitch! You were ta- you you were touching my girl's ass. I'll let you go free if you pay me fifty thousand yen." And like you say, no way. And then he fights you. Or there are other places where you're just walking around, and someone bumps into you on purpose and says. Hey douchebag! Like, why were you bumping into me? You know who you're fucking with, and then you go into a fight. So it's like it's random battles, but they make sense, you know. And in the way that you can't avoid them, like in Chrono Trigger, like you see them and you can run around them, but like it makes sense that they lock you into them because like the guys won't leave you alone. So then you have to beat them and you take their money and they say, "Oh, I so sorry," and then you walk away. Um, <laughs> but it's it's an interesting game. It, I I got it. I got my copy for fifteen bucks from some random store in Pittsburgh. I think it was used, but it, it's in good condition. So if you see it anywhere, pick it up. Yakuza Two just came out and it's only thirty bucks. But I heard they 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 ran a really 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 low low amount of prints. So if you can find it and and like a good beat 'em up with like a good story and role playing elements interest you, just pick it up or one of you to pick it up and lend it to the other because I think it's worth playing. Or I'll lend it to you guys. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> that's all I've been playing. All right, let's move on. All right, we are on to the news, and um, first up, Ron actually mentioned this very briefly in episode 106, but um, if for anyone who still hasn't heard, Ensemble Studios, who are the guys behind the Halo role, uh, real-time strategy game for Xbox 360, is being shut down by Microsoft. Um, Ensemble actually has a pretty good reputation. They make pretty good games. I forget what else they've made, but they're they're mostly uh, a role-playing game developer. Uh, I'm sorry. A real-time strategy game developer. So, Al, I'm not sure, or, or, or Tony, I'm not sure if you remember what else they've made. Nah. No? Mm. Um, I believe, I believe they're behind the um, the Age of Empires games. And so that's a... Oh, I didn't like those. That's Oh, I love those. Th- that's a huge thing for them closing, because these mm-hmm. are, like, they're, they're some of the best RTSs out there, and, like, some of the most popular ones, and, and the most successful ones, and now these guys are going away. Um... And Ensemble, yeah, they did it. Ensemble, yeah. And so it says here that they were shocked at the studio clo- closing. This is from GameLab by Chris Kohler. Says, developer of Halo Wars was shocked that owner Microsoft will be shutting the studio down on completion of its final title. Says one of Ensemble Studios' key players, Bruce Shelley, writing a blog entry on the company's official site on Monday, said everyone at our studio was shocked and I think remains very disappointed that this is going to happen. I believe we thought we were immune to shutdown talk because our published games have done so well and have been so profitable. Yeah, that's surprising to me too. And he gives three reasons um, here in the in the post as to why they were shutting down. So the first one is 
Microsoft wanted to shift the cost of running Ensemble onto other projects. Two, it costs more per person to run Ensemble versus other Microsoft-owned game developers. And number that means th- they were talented. Yeah. And three, those <laughs> developers' games are expected to be more profitable for Microsoft. In short, quote, the new leadership of the game group at Microsoft has a new plan for making the game group consistently profitable, especially over the next few crucial years, and we are the odd group out. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. And I mean, that that was something that Ron was talking about before, about, like, you know, protecting the workers, and very, very briefly, and I didn't know that it was, like, this far that they'd be like, yeah, you guys are making a lot of money, but not enough. Sorry. Um, But... Tony, so I know I know you're not a big fan of a- the Age of Empire series, but Al, what about you? Have you been as an RTS um, player or played, mostly Warcraft? I've actually played only the first one. Uh huh. Um, and I played the Star Wars Age of Empires clone, which oh. I really had a good time with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Keep going. I'm gonna find the uh, name of it. Keep going. Okay. Um. Oh wait, you want to know what the name of that game was? Yeah. Um. I think it was called Star Wars Galactic. Uh, Galactic Battle. Right? Galactic Battles or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But, I um, had that game. It was I, I didn't like it either. I, I like yeah, that I, I that like there were different factions and stuff, but like uh you know, just like it didn't click with me. It's not Empire Earth to me. I, I really don't know why. I mean like for some reason it just didn't click. Empire Earth was so much better. Um uh, maybe um maybe they did it better, I'm not sure. But um, I think I think it's because Age of Empires is a progenitor to, to to Empire Earth. If there is no Age of Empires, there's no Empire Earth. So it's like that's true. So it's like, true. but the, I'm saying that that's probably why because Empire Earth is like the evolution of that game. Mm-hmm. So so it's understandable that you you played Empire Earth first, right? So then you go to Age of Empires, like wait, this is a lot older. It doesn't have as so I could definitely no, no, understand. No, because I played Part Two as well, and I had um the Gold series, I believe, and. I you know it just didn't click with me. It's like I, uh, for some reason, like it di- it didn't have the same feel. Like when the enemies came at you, it didn't have the same feel. Like Empire Earth, uh, is, especially when I made maps and stuff. Like well, the em- enemies like, on I, again, Empire. Empire sorry, sorry to interrupt, but like just to emphasize, Empire Earth did come out after. Still no, came no, that's out after, what I'm saying. After... That's what I'm saying. But like I played Part Two, and, and uh, you know, at, that was. But after. I'm saying it came out after Part Two. I'm sorry. Empire Earth came out after Age of Empires Two. Really? Yeah. About what do I have Empire Earth is relatively new compared to Age of yeah. Empires. Oh. But um. What do I have here? Stuff. No, but Al, what, I'm no, sorry. I have a lot of you, games. You here. What were you saying, Al? About um. You were playing I the was Star saying Wars that one. I played the first one. I played the Star Wars one. My uncle is a big fan mm-hmm. of Age of Empires. Like he played Age of Kings and Age of Mythology and stuff like that. But um, I just wasn't used to the change that they did with um. Age of Kings and whatnot. I, I like that general age model mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to focusing on particular um, like people. It's kind of like the shift between StarCraft Two and uh, StarCraft Warcraft Two and Three, whereas like Warcraft Two was all about managing all of your units and whatnot, mm-hmm. and Warcraft Three Hero. was about managing small squads. Okay, um, I was better able to adjust to that than I was able to adjust to like Age of Empires versus Age of Kings. Right. Um. That's pretty much it for that. Um, I it it sucks that they're going bust. I mean, I would like for them to 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 kind of disband off of Microsoft and then reform. And they probably you know will. that that would be that'd be ideal because I mean Microsoft, and that that's another thing about like I was talking about um, 
like people who merge. We, I think this is this arose during the whole Take Two thing when they when they said when when EA said forget it, we're not going to buy Take Two. Um, mm-hmm. Like this is one of the reasons why I, I I kind of you know feel a little pang of regret when when people buy each other is that like yeah now they're going to buy them but like like down the road maybe they'll shut them down. I mean EA bought Westwood and then Westwood, right? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like it's it, when you have a team of people that work together and they know what they're doing. It's just you know you want to keep that team together and just eh, it sucks. Um, but any any other remarks before we move on to um, spore? Meh. Spore. Meh. Causes EA to get hit with a class action lawsuit. Plaintiff alleges EA so. of misleading customers by not disclosing the Securom copy detection software. This is Chris Pignan on OneUp.com. Let's see. So. Courthouse News Service reports that a class action lawsuit has been filed against Electronic Arts in federal court, which is ale- which alleges the company defrauds its customers by not disclosing the installation of Securom copy protection as part of Spore's installation. Interestingly, while the most vocal complaints regarding Spore's DRM had focused on the way it limits the use of the game, this lawsuit is concerned with the fact that it exists at all. Although consumers, mm. quote, although consumers are told that the game uses access control and copy protection technology, consumers are not told that this technology is actually an entirely separate standalone program which will download, install, and operate on their computers along with the Spore download. Consumers are given no control rights or options over Securom. The program is uninstallable. Once installed, it becomes a permanent part of the consumer's software portfolio. Even if the consumer uninstalls Spore and entirely deletes it from their computer, Securom remains a fixture in their computer unless Ooh, and until the consumer completely wipes their hard drive through reformatting or replacement of the drive. Okay. I didn't that's know that Securom up. does that. Yeah, that's fucked up. If that, in yeah. fact, does do that, um, that's a fucking virus. What the fuck? It's like a worm. It's, what the hell they... are you doing? It's, go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm saying that's why people um, were really, really pissed off at Sekirom. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm not sure if that if this was the case, but I think that some AV programs might determine Sekirom as a virus or performing virus. Like right, 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 right. But that, that's fucked up. Okay, now, now here's the funny thing on the bottom paragraph. While this lawsuit isn't very surprising, considering the controversy Spore has been under for its DRM, it is a bit odd when you consider that Spore is far from the first EA game to use Securon protection. Mass Effect used the same software before, and recently Crisis Warhead uses it as well. So, and Securon is nothing new, but what's news to me is that it like keeps itself on your system. I didn't know it did that. That's fucked up. That's like it's spyware. I mean, like seriously, every single game you get, you get. Uh, Securom might activate. Right. I mean, right. like, you know, even older games, <laughs> who knows how yeah. they they built the software. Uh, older so, games like, have all that shit, like Safe Disk and Star Force and all that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, oh. but, like, who knows if they put the program into, like, uh, you know, if you install anything on your computer, it just logs it in, and it's like, okay, you want to go to another computer? Uh-uh, uh-uh, you know? Now, here's the thing. Yep. It's similar to Sony's whole rootkit thing, where, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, we discussed this on a, a really old podcast, I think like maybe 70-ish, 70 episodes ago or something like that. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. like Sony was called out for installing like a rootkit that sat and hid in your computer and just kind of was like a little fucking worm and, and, and mm-hmm. just waited there to see if you'd bootleg any music because like Sony was worried about people taking their CDs and ripping them to their MP3 players, right? So they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're worried that they're going to pirate them. So I don't know. Did this come with um, Sony's... Media software, or did they embed it onto their CDs, or what, Al? I forget. Rootkit software was, 
I believe, embedded on CDs and was used with, um, I think it was used with some mini disc software too. That's dirty. Yeah, the the media player that 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 you use to rip stuff onto your mini disc, like it had a little thing and it was sneaking there. So it's it's not just games, but they're fucking going all out. But I think since Sony got called out for that, they don't do that anymore. I th- well, mm-hmm. Sony got called out for that because that opened up a port on people's computers. Oh yeah, that's right. Completely control. Uh, that's where the rootkit right. thing became a big scandal because it created a server out of your computer. Uh right, right. Ouch. And I don't think Secu- ho- hopefully Securom doesn't do anything like that, but that's just this is bizarre. And it's it sucks because I'm listening to everybody talk about Spore and it sounds like it's not something that I'm personally interested in, but it sounds like something that would be great for a lot of people who mm-hmm. like you know, like I could definitely picture you guys like having a whole lot of fun with it. But then they hamper it down with so much DRM, and we're actually going to talk about that later today. Um, and it sucks. That, like, it ruins a good experience for everybody. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. D- does this type of stuff deter any of you guys from getting games because of their DRM? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, does the Steam version of Crisis Warhead have security? Right, yeah, I'm thinking about that too. You know? Um, I-, I would hope not. Because of the fact that Steam itself is its own DRM, but yeah, any other uh, DRM bullshits before we move on to Game Tap? No. no. Okay, Game Tap. If you guys will remember from a couple of weeks ago, was in danger of being because I believe Time Warner or Turner, whoever, had this massive write-off um, that said, "Yeah, Game Tap is uh, going to be unloaded." But then some French company came in and helped them out. So. It's called Metaboli. Metaboli. This is from 1UP.com. Metaboli. 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 Digital distribution has taken <laughs> off of everything from Steam to Nintendo Wii, but GameTap has struggled despite being on the ground floor, being in on the ground floor. Now, Paris-based Metaboli thinks it has what it takes to make the service a success. Gamma Sutra is reporting that the previous owner, Turner Broadcasting <laughs> System, will have completely transferred GameTap to Metaboli, to, by early 2009, stepping down and said to become an equity investor. Until then, Turner Broadcasting System will continue to manage operations while providing technical support. Quote, the addition of GameTap provides us a foothold in the U.S. market, valuable content, and an established brand that will in- that integrates... I'm sorry. That integrate well with our existing operations and a partner with whom we are honored to be in business. Um, I'm really happy to hear this because, again, I was really worried that it was going to go under. And I just started playing Hitman, you know, and I'm enjoying being able to say... I was always interested in Hitman, but I wasn't at the same time because I played the first game and it wasn't that good. So I don't want to buy it, but I want to play it for as long mm-hmm. as I want. And GameTap lets me do it. You know, I I remember I laughed at this thing the first time it came out because I was like, oh yeah, Turner just wants money, and it was gonna like, <laughs> y- you know, because like they were like, oh yeah, you can play Pac-Man. I'm like, so fucking what? Play Pac-Man? Big whoop. But, you know, then then I think Al and I saw it at Digital Life, and they had Street Fighter Alpha, which was awesome. And then, mm-hmm. like, all the old retro games came out, and, like, when I was looking at Virtual Console, I'm like, I can pay $5 for all these... I can pay $8 for all these Genesis games, or pay $5 a month to get all of these without having to pay per game. And then, like, it started giving games like Tomb Raider, and then Blood Hitman Blood Money came out. They're getting new games. They're getting their own games, like like Sam and Max, and it's like, you know, it's oh, awesome. Grim, uh, Gr- Grim Tales, it, uh... yeah. Yeah, and it's awesome that like you know they've they've gotten off the ground, but then like everybody doesn't seem to not everybody seems to under like recognize it, and I guess maybe that's because I think it's mostly because it's such a PC centric thing, 
and and a lot of its catalog is reliant on less popular, n- not less in quality, but just less popular stuff. Steam, it fucking got Half Life and Portal. Everybody's up on Team Fortress's jock. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, huh? Game yeah. is fun, and, and and for good reason. Like like I said, the game's fun, but but. You know, GameTap can't have that, and so people don't really, you know, they they look at like I just started Age of Wonders yesterday, just on a whim, turn-based strategy game, and it, it feels kind of cool. It's kind of hard, but it, it, so far it seems cool. No one, no one gives a shit about Age of Wonders. You know, no one's gonna give a shit about that until GameTap says, "Hey, we've got something that you can't get anywhere else." Oh, by the way, we also have Age of Wonders. You know, so um, it's good that, to see that these guys are still gonna be alive. Uh, I don't know if anyone has anything to say because I'm the only one who uses GameTap. <laughs> well, I, I still want to use um my my I want to play Psychonauts for free. Mm, that's right, 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 right. But I, I doubt I ever have time to do it. But I'll try. Right. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I mean, uh, obviously, I would have done this a long, long time ago if I had the time. Well, you know, I really don't have the that time. That and it's the PC. Like because your PC well, is still a little bit bored, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, the lap uh, the laptop I got is more powerful than this PC, Shit. so I could do it on a laptop if anything. But what, like, um, what about the computer that you, know, you and Ethan built together? Both of you built like at the same time, and then that is that still I, out of commission? I right. don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw Ethan? Uh, uh hmm, let's see. <laughs> uh, and you know, a better question is when was the last time I saw my actual computer? <laughs> The one that I bought. Uh, hmm. Now, what happened with it again? Uh, the motherboard crashed. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so now they discontinued that motherboard. And so um, it's all about getting the motherboard that fits in there. Ethan told me that he had one, but, like, I never pressed it. So, you know, it. You know, again, that comes down to time as well. And I right. really don't care. I mean, he's doing me a favor and stuff like that. I, you know... Whenever he gets it done, he gets it done. Obviously, he hasn't done it in like a year and a half. But like, really, I'm, I, don't, I don't, I don't care because no I really game don't have for the you. time. Yeah, I don't have the time. But if I do get that computer back and I do have time, uh, Game Tap is definitely one of my options, and also Game Fly. Right. You know, I would get both services because I've really been out of the loop. You know, starting this new job, being on probation, bad, mm. bad, playing games, good. <laughs> <laughs> more frogs, more fun. You know, you said GameFly, and I just bought a game from GameFly, uh, Baroque for the week because it was on sale. Okay. And looking at the games, I'm like, damn, you know, I don't have no time to play games. I really shouldn't be buying them. I should mm-hmm. subscribe to GameFly again so I can play games and just, you know, get what I want out of them and then send mm-hmm. them back. Mm-hmm. But I- I'm not gonna do it because I-, I like owning games. I like my stacks. Yeah. <laughs> And well, the, the whole thing yeah. is, the thing about Gamefly is that you could get a bad game and then have the option of giving it back with no money spent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and uh, there's just, just a lot of bad games. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I, I mean, I would do that, and I would do Game Tap. I mean, like, outside of that, whatever I want to buy, if it's great, I'm going to fucking buy it. Trust me. And also, I'd have reviews reviews for you guys. <laughs> right now, I'm pretty weak. You know, um, pretty fucking weak. There was a uh, well, nobody's running reviews. So. <laughs> there is um, <laughs> there is another podcast. I forgot what I was listening to. It, it, I know it was a one up podcast, but I forgot which one exactly. And they were talking somebody, and I think it might have been Dave Perry or someone else who was talking about digital distribution. They were saying that they can see a future, and I don't see this as far off. I don't really believe this, but I, I can understand where they're coming from. 
where there is, there's no more retail. It's all subscription-based. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting thought. I'm trying to gauge like how much people choose the Rhapsody, Yahoo Music, uh, Napster route as opposed to the iTunes, I own the music route. You know, $15 a month for as much of as much music as you could possibly want or a dollar a song, you know? And it's it's starting to that's an interesting proposition, so. Mm-hmm. Uh any Is he related to Steve Perry? Huh? Mm-mm. Why are you sure no. to be gone? No, oh no, Dave Perry is the guy. The, <laughs> Dave Perry is the guy who was behind Shiny. Did you ever play Earthworm Jim? Yeah, he was uh, absolutely his studio. That that guy. Um, okay. So, anybody uh, more remarks on on Game Tap? Or should we move on to another bad segue? <laughs> bad segue. Bad segue. 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 <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto says it would be great if music education started with me. We music. Uh, Let uh, me read that again. Shigeru Miyamoto says, it would be great if music education started with Wii Music. Yeah. Um, no. No. As much respect I, as know, I have for this guy, it just dropped. As, as shitty as a recorder... Hey, shut up. As <laughs> shitty as a recorder is, you know, one of those recorders you bought way back in the days, as shitty as that is, I don't want to replace it with a Wii remote. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't happening. even want to replace it with a Guitar Hero guitar. Or the only, <laughs> and again, the only thing that I think comes remotely close, and I know you probably have an objection to this because you actually are a drummer, but mm-hmm. the only thing that I say re- comes remotely close is the drums for Rock Band or Guitar Hero or whatever because of the fact that it, like, it, it, it more closely mimics or approximates the experience of playing a drum than does the guitar mimics the experience mm-hmm. of playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but other or than a flute or a flute, but uh, or a flute, but other than that, <laughs> no. I mean, like, okay, so someone who picks up a guitar, okay, is going to see six strings, is going to see a whole motherload of possibilities as far as note playing is concerned, and is going to have to learn chords that take place on different strings, and then says, you know what, guitar here only has five buttons and a strum bar. I'm just going to go for that. No, I'm sorry. Uh, this is this is the person who picked up guitar here first. Is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Someone who picks up Wii Music. Okay, that doesn't even have like notes that come down. All it is uh-huh. is you're mimicking the motions and pressing the buttons to a certain rhythm. You're not even concentrating on on any musicality there. And so to say that I want to start music education with pantomiming, no, uh. no. <laughs> As a- yeah, yeah. Before you get to the real stuff. That sounds like a real instrument. Hey, try this. You'll you'll just hear the sounds coming out of speakers. Fucking idiot. <laughs> it's it's funny. I mean, like, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. No, it, it just it bothers me because I, I you know uh, I'm sure you guys had music education when you were younger, um, in you know in high school mm. and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you liked the feel of the instruments, right? Mm, yeah. You liked how when um you did what you had to do with the instruments, like in Watson's case, he took a bow to his cello, okay? And there was a certain feel to that, right? Uh-huh. And, there's a, and you know, with me, uh, with the drums and stuff like that, there is a certain feel to that. You know, of course you could mimic everything on the drums and stuff like that, and if they could approximate where I hit the rider cymbal or where I hit the splash and stuff, and, you know, how I move my feet uh, to lift the hi-hat and stuff like that, that's all cool, but there's nothing like the feel of an instrument. So I don't understand how something artificial could replace something real. Right. And it's like, I'm trying to think. I saw this... um... 
I was at Digital Life and I saw this like toy guitar that mm-hmm. um that that actually mimicked the notes that you would actually play on a real guitar depending on what you uh what fret you put your finger on. Um mm-hmm. now of of course it didn't uh it didn't have like six strings for you to pluck, but at the very least, mm-hmm. it gave you the, gave you the fundamentals of like this is where this note is, and this is what what kind of motions your left hand is going to have to do in order to play these notes. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like because in Guitar Hero, it's all arbitrary. Like the green right. note could be an A, it could be a C, it could be right. a D, or what? Right. You know, right? And th- th- it's completely arbitrary. And the other problem that I have with this, with this whole pantomiming thing, is like. There was an article on this site called Anantech, which is mostly a computer technology site, um, mm-hmm. but it also does some video games. And a guy posted a very interesting um, article about how him and his wife were of differing opinions on having Rock Band in the house. Uh, his wife says no because they don't want their children to think that music is that. They don't want their children to think that music <laughs> is it, – it, it's, like, it's like taking a guitar, seeing little colored notes, and um, – like it's so easy to, to to pretend that you're a rock star that when mm. their children will want to pick up a real musical instrument, they'll just get frustrated because it's not it's not like that instant gratification of I can press this button and I'm rock. I'm a rocker. That's true. You know, well, that's true. a valid point, except that you have to explain to your kids that it's a game the same way you would explain to a kid that someone getting stabbed in the head on TV is not. That's the same yeah, way but that's not the issue. In real life. Yeah, but that's I mean, not like, the issue though. The issue is the kid wants to play music regardless of if it's real or fake. And they can know that, that the Guitar Hero or Rock Band is fake. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much they know or not or don't know. The bottom line is that when they pick up that real instrument, they're going to be frustrated that they don't have the instant results. The, I, am, mm-hmm. I am actually, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, evidence of that. Like, like my friend Alex has, like, the guitar that he keeps in his house, and I pick it up and I fuck around with it. And every time I'm like... Okay, I'm going to make it a point to try to learn this instrument because it's a good instrument to learn. Every time I pick it up, it's like, you know what? I can't do shit with this. I'm just going to go back to my cello or back to my Guitar Hero because with mm-hmm. the cello, I'm good at it already that I can mm-hmm. play whatever – not whatever I want, but I can play a lot of things. You know, It's that sense of instantly gratified. Now, I'm a different case because I'm already grown up and I've already had some musical education. This young kid – is not going to have mm-hmm. that if all they want to do is look at that screen and play the music. You know, you could you could tell them this is fake, this right. is not real music, and then they'll be like, "I don't care because it's more fun." And they they pick up and and they won't mm-hmm. ever get to that point of the gratification that you get, that satisfaction that you get from being so skilled that you can play almost anything you want on your instrument of choice because you've spent the hard years and practice and sweat and and effort mm-hmm. and learning, and you don't have mm-hmm. any of that. So. You you basically skip all that and you're playing this instrument that's not a real instrument that has five buttons and it's just like like oh I get to make this music go well can you play your own music can you make something up no I can't but I don't no. care because I'm instantly gratified <laughs> and that's just sad and to hear Miyamoto who a guy who I respect <laughs> from an artistic standpoint from all the stuff that he's done for video games come out and say I think it would be great if kindergartners could get musical education from Wii Music they're not going to get an edu- education I'm totally against what he says here and it, that that kind of mm-hmm. pisses me off. You know, um, we all agreed that this is the stupidest fucking thing ever for, you know, and it seems like he's more interested in money. Their shit prints a whole lot of money. Actually get. Yeah. So, um, I mean, kids, kids should learn a musical education that is real. Not this. This this is like this is like, okay, break time. Go have fun and then come back to your real music education. This is. uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Learn to flu Bobby. Okay. Okay, do do A, B, C, A, B, C, A, B, C. Okay, break time, 
Go on to win. Pantomime. That's it. You know? <laughs> right. But come back and don't forget what you've learned because that shit isn't real. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You see the difference? You don't. <laughs> oh, you you need an ass kicking. <laughs> come here. <laughs> Al, any remarks on this? No, you guys have it. I mean, I don't even want to talk. <laughs> me being a musician and me having played music physically for 25 out of my 28 years of my life. Jesus. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was playing stuff like handbells, which... Yeah, you know it. That's even more, as simple as it is, it's more complex than we music, because I have oh, to yeah. read oh, music yeah. and I have to know timing. Mm-hmm. And you know, we used to have just like one bell, and mm-hmm. um, that one bell, like this is back when I was like you know a little kid, and I would have this one little tiny bell, a little, like a high E. <laughs> like, I'm right? sorry. I'm laughing because I picture Al like at four years old ringing that handbell. He's like, ding, 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 ding. Bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, you know, the when I was learning how to play a handbell, I was mm-hmm. learning how to count music. I was yeah. learning how to read music. Even though I only had that one note on there, I learned, you know, how to count pre-roll, you know, one, two, three, four before you get into music. Right. And count one, two, three, four, ding, two, three, four, one, ding, ding, yep. ding <laughs> that kind of thing. I hated handbells. And it was cool because this is my church. So we were doing a lot of, right. um, you know, religious classical music. And the handbell choir was like 15, 20 people. Some mm. people with two bells, some people with one. And you had like, you know, it, it was all characteristic of who you were. It was funny about that. It was like um, the big guys would have these big, deep bass bells. And Boom. then those little babies had little tinky, tinky bells. But that is much, 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 much more uh, for starting music education. That is much more effective than Wii Music. Because Wii Music, I mean, unless they're really doing something with Wii Music that has something to do with actual music. Um, all it is is, I th- from what I've been reading, all it is is pantomiming and the rhythm. You have to pantomime to the rhythm of the music, but it doesn't require counting. It just requires rhythm, which is, you know, not to not to shit on rhythm. You know, that's important, but I'm saying that's all it does. Yeah. You know? But it doesn't even get into basics of understanding what music is. It's just, I mean, you could pantomime and do rhythm by playing air guitar. Right. And... You know, all it is is you're not actually playing the notes that the person that is on the thing is playing. And you're probably not even playing as fast as they're really playing if it's, like, fast music. But to you, you are, like, bobbing your head or you're moving your your picking hand, your strumming hand in time with rhythm of the music. So what's the difference between, like, you know, air guitar and Wii Music? Nothing. You might as well go to a club and dance. Yeah, you can go to a club and dance, and I've even go to a calories. club and dance. And, you know, I'm not even talking about like salsa. You know, those constructed dances that Just... require you to count. <laughs> <laughs> you can go and do like a brother can't dance two step, and still know how to count music and learn music. <laughs> oh, more than brother music. can't dance two step. Oh yeah. How is that? <laughs> um, to little John. It's a two step. We sway back and forth. Uh, they call it the brother can't dance two step because that's like the only move that somebody who can't dance, usually a guy, uh, knows. You hear that, Andrew? <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you know, yeah. I've never All heard right, of so... successful air flautists, um, air pianists, flautist, air pianists, um, air pe- <laughs> air penises. <laughs> um, you know, let's Troll air glockenspielist. Um. You know, all, all of the air harpists. There are successful air guitars. That's a sad thing. Oh Did my you know God. that they, they have an air guitar competition worldwide? Yeah, no, no, no I know that. That's what okay. I'm saying. I've never hear, heard of any famous other instruments. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, mm-hmm. like air triangle. No, not happening. <laughs> air cowbell. <laughs> Air handbell choir. Air handbell choir. <laughs> you Bring your... out your dad. <laughs> oh, God. All right, shall we move yes. on to something more happy? Yes. Sony price dropping the 40 gigabyte PS3 model this weekend, which will be this past weekend when you listen to this. Sweet. Um, okay, so this is from Kotaku. Uh, Crescente says, according to Blockbuster's memo leaked to us today, Sony is permanently dropping the price of the discontinued 40-gigabyte model of the PlayStation 3 starting Sunday. The price drop, which is verified by calls to a number of Blockbuster stores, will drop the 40-gig model to 360, and the PS3 40-gig bundle with an HDMI cable, Spider-Man the movie, and Transformers the game to $400. Both huge values of shit. (laughs) Stores that have... I'm sorry, because Spider-Man... The original Spider-Man, who doesn't have it by now? And Transformers, um, no. Sports, the game. Movie the game. Stores that have trade-ins of the PS3 40 gigabyte will be selling it for 360 as well. While the forty dollar or so price drop isn't much, maybe it signals other drops in line for the other versions of the console in the near future. Or perhaps Sony is clearing stock to make room for TGS announcement for a new SKU of the PlayStation 3. So let's see. The only price that is dropping is for this discontinued model, which is not as uh. Not as uh, what's it called? Significant, as yeah, exciting significant. as you might yeah. want, but it's a sign of it's probably a sign of things to mm-hmm. come. Because mm-hmm. after the PS, uh, after three sixty was just like, hey, guess what? You can get our machine for three hundred bucks. Beat that shitheads! You know now, I think Sony had to follow suit somehow. Maybe this is like because th- th- what happened with Microsoft was they lowered the price of the um, of the discontinued twenty gig, right? Or no? Or was that was that Sony doing? Somebody had a fake price drop during E three. Um, where it wasn't a it wasn't a true price drop. It was like it was either a price drop of a discontinued model, or it was a, a it was like a, a price reduction of something to introduce a I new. I think model that was Sony like uh, selling out the twenty gigs. Okay, um, that was a long time ago. Though. Yeah, that was, that was like two years ago. But something happened this year. I remember. Oh wait, the so. twenty gigs. I thought I thought the twenty gigs were just phased out for the forties. Uh, 20 gigs went away like a year and a half or two years ago. So was it the 60s that were phased out for the yeah, 80s? Yeah, 60s. Like yeah, 60s. So then it was yeah. that then. Yeah, yeah. They, they moved from 2060 to 4080 when they realized that backwards compatibility was a cost that they couldn't support. Right. So they took that chip out, and everything after that was 4080. It's the emotion So maybe they chip. got rid of the 40s with the chip in it? I don't know. I still think it's, I still think it's Microsoft who did something okay. with the Z3. But anyway, like... Now we got to see if, uh, again, will Nintendo follow suit? Doubt it. Mm-mm. They're 250 too is what it care. is. If you could buy us, buy wanna... us. That's how they're, they're taking it. If you can find us, buy us. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what happens this holiday season that, that, when they don't drop the price. I just wanna, I'm just want i just curious to see what happens. Yeah, me too. It'll just be interesting. But uh, I also want a 120-gigabyte hard drive, so there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um. Any remarks or should we go on to the last two 
and one thing that, that, that I'm sure Tony will appreciate. Oh, I appreciated it even before I signed on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get to that, yeah. though, um, Activision Trademarks Dance Hero. Boo, oh Bobby Cotton. How's this going to work? It sounds like something I've heard before. Oh, wait, Dance Dance Revolution. No, 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 but how's oh, it going right. to work? I mean, is it going to be like actual movements that you have to emulate and stuff? Um, not le- not necessarily stepping on a pad, but is it going to like register your movements on screen? If it does, I... then that's something different. If it's just a dance pad, fucking move on. That's something different than what Sony iToy already has? Or what Boogie <laughs> tried to do? Yeah, this is really stupid tarted. Let's see. <laughs> This is from Kotaku, and it's like Warder Apostrophe who says, We'll bet you never saw this one coming. <laughs> a recent filing with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office shows that Activision has filed a mark for Dance Hero, claiming services such as interactive video game programs and video game controllers. The filing comes soon after the first details on DJ Hero, which actually looks cool, uh, not not like this does, was put, were posted on Kotaku with Trademark, Activision, blah, 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 blah. While we imagine that Activision's theoretical take on the dancing game genre, if that's what the trademark is intended for, will require this rhythmic stepping on various buttons and or arrows. If if we were in charge, Dance Hero would involve serious amounts of serving. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got served! That shit. <laughs> but, I stepped on this button faster than you. You got served. <laughs> Shitty-ass movie. But, uh, I, uh, this just is like a, a, a needle through my heart. No. Listen, no, these stop. Just stop. I know, oh, but these shows are are very successful and stuff like that. If they can make a game that can actually uh well, get you to do the moves that they want to on screen and stuff like that. Kind kind of like uh, you know, Guitar Hero or Rock Band and stuff like that. They give you like people doing dances on it and you got to emulate it and you got to do it on time. The video captures it. It 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 syncs you exactly. Okay, fine. Um maybe it'll be fun. For a while. Dancing with the stars on Yeah, Wii. exactly. Oh, Maybe it'll be fun for which a while. Which exists, by the yeah. way. Um, is it I, all button-based? I don't know what it is. It just looks dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even want to look at a game that said Dancing with the Stars. Anyway, this first comment here is awesome. What's so heroic about dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Dancing Dance hero. hero. The second one is really funny too. Is somebody made a scenario like, did anyone else get a mental picture of Activision dressed up like a pimp, bitch slapping the hero? Give franchise? me your money, bitch! Activision. Don't make me cut that pretty face of yours. And the hero is like, I'm trying, but I'm only good for so long. You can't just keep changing my name and putting new hair on me. <laughs> like, Do what I say, bitch! <laughs> that was great. That that was a wonderful scenario because that is exactly what. That's pretty Bobby good. Kota yeah, is doing to this franchise. Bobby Cotter, what a fucking waste of life. <laughs> oh my uh, god. I'm trying to find images of Dancing with the Stars on Wii, and I don't see any screenshots for it. I'm waiting for. So I have no I'm waiting idea. for Shoe Shine Hero. That's going to be a great Shoe game. <laughs> oh my god. Buffing in rhythm. Sitar <laughs> Hero from Apu. No. Um, let me see. Details on the gameplay have not been divulged, and this came out last year. Okay. I'm going to talk about Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I gotta find a screenshot of this bullshit. Okay. <laughs> find out if it's button based. If it's button based, then why bother? I think it is. Yeah, then why bother? Uh, here we go. Anybody who wants to get an image, go to images.google.com and type in Dancing with the Stars Wii. And all it is is just, you know, the, the Wiimote actions 
Instead of note jewels, you get Wemo actions. Nunchuck left, Nunchuck down, Nunchuck oh, right, Wemo right, Wemo down. That's cares? all it is. I mean, that's it's like so, so it's, fucking it's, lame. Bo it's boogie. That's all it is. It's boogie. That's fucking boogie. lame. What I'm talking about is like, okay, if they want you to like fucking... Just make yourself look like a fool. No, no, no. If you want to like um, arch your back this way, go that way, move you like this way, you know, like shit like that. And it captures all your movements and you got to move it exactly as the, you know, the, the person on screen does it and it measures that. That would be fucking kick ass. That looks all right, and you'll look like less of an idiot. I mean, serious. And, and if you pull it off exactly, and you're pulling off some fucking awesome moves, you could go to clubs. You know what I'm saying? You'll get fucking dates. <laughs> but this is not going to get you a date. We chuck this way. We chuck that way. The fuck out I of still here! Wouldn't, I, I still wouldn't buy a dance game, but <laughs> I think something like that exists on iToy. It's like either aerobics or something like that, and you do stupid things for the camera, and like you look like a total bumtard. So. <laughs> But we have, we have, we have, we're we going to get off of that because this is really important. This is like uh, news for the world. It's not really that important. I called it. Um, no, it's important. <laughs> Whether or not you called it, it's important. Because um, I think we all saw this coming, but it's important that it happened. Um, Jack Thomas got this bar. I'm sorry, Thompson <laughs> got this bar. This is from Mike Faye and Kotaku. Is it finally game over for Florida lawyer and violent video game opponent Jack Thompson? Judgment has been entered into the case that started last year and came to a head when Judge David Tunis... Who sounds a lot like Al. <laughs> sounds a lot like Al. Recommended permanent disbarment for the bombastic showboating lawman. The court has approved the report and has ordered that JT is officially disbarred as of 30 days from September 20th. So he's got 30 days of fucking bad lawyering. Yeah, <laughs> the court approves the corrected referee's report, and John Bruce Thompson is permanently disbarred, effective thirty days from the date of this order, so that respondent can close out his practice and protect the interests of existing clients. Like who? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his he's dick. Got, you know. Is that his client? <laughs> I don't know. What'd you say, Ridley Scott? I don't know. I didn't say anything. I just said maybe he's, he's just, got. Uh, oh, maybe he's got. Uh, I don't know. Did you say Ridley Scott? <laughs> That's what I heard at first. And then he said maybe he's got. Yeah, he said, hates okay. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> if respondent notifies the court in writing that he is no longer practicing and does not need the 30 days to protect existing clients, again, probably his left testicle. This court will enter an order making the permanent disbarment effective immediately. Respondent, Respondent shall accept no new business Yeah, because he's got 30 days to clear the fuck out and go to fucking New Zealand. That's it. New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, no. uh, you know, uh, whatever. Note that Thompson still has a chance for a retrial. Only due to court sanctions, the motion must be submitted by a member of the Florida Bar in good standing. And I don't know that anyone <laughs> He's wants. He's got to go to a lawyer to get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any lawyer's going to touch him. Gotta love it. Lawyer's a lawyer touch going him. to another lawyer. Like, help oh me. God! Oh, oh help! I, I ruined your. I, I, I pissed on the sanctity of our profession. Help me! No. Who's going to protect them? It's like, yeah, um, I'm Jack Thompson. You heard of me? Uh, no. Yeah, anyway, I need a lawyer, and I, I was a lawyer, and my kid, uh, he went into a store and bought a game because that I wanted to inadvertently go behind a judgment ruling to get take two, and I've been disbarred. Can you protect me? 
Door slams. <laughs> no, I don't think so, Mr. Thomas. I'm <laughs> Get out of the office now. Oh my I don't God. think there's anything to say. I think we should just have a drink and celebrate. <laughs> well, I mean, I know it's one thirty in the afternoon, and that makes us alcoholics if we drink. Oh now, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Ex- exactly. So uh, drink. Hey, up. I don't mind. Just drink to it. <laughs> Well, we knew this was happening ever since the, you know, the court told him not to go after Take Two, and he's not to take any other actions against Take Two. And he sent this kid in to buy a game. Uh, you know, what was it, Bully or Manhunt? Manhunt Two. Okay, Manhunt Two sent his kid in to buy it to like inadvertently go after Take Two because a store owner did not card his kid. That right there is uh, just like you're a lawyer. You're supposed to be smart. You know law. You know you're not supposed to use your kids for this. You know you're not supposed to kid. Uh, you know, supposed to put your kids in in a position where they're serving a greater interest. Okay, because that's pimping your kid. Okay, that is, you know, child endangerment. And we got codes for that. And he should know the codes. And if he doesn't know the codes, like most lawyers that come into our court. Okay, and I have to explain it to them. Then you really should be disbarred. Thankfully, he was. Unfortunately, I got to go ahead. Sorry. Unfortunately, most aren't. (laughs) Yeah, I got to say this. um, Jack Thompson has made himself more famous from uh, in the outset, like, you know, with with the whole two live crew shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Giantbomb.com, like uh, on, on their blog post of Jack Thompson being disbarred, they have a picture of Luther Campbell. Like, nice. Just, like, smiling. <laughs> um, and then in the, actual you, blog, in, the, in the actual blog post, the, the last paragraph says, if you are interested in hearing Luke and the two live crew say the F word a number of times in a, in a track dedicated to Jack Thompson, you're looking for track 11 on Band in the USA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Luther Campbell wins. Jack Thompson loses. Well, that, that, was, his, uh, that was his shining... Uh, you know his shining hour right there. <laughs> I mean, like th- I think that's fame. where he peaked, and he just tried to find a new medium that would be sensational. And in doing I'm so, I'm Jack Thomas. I'm, let me tell no. you something. I'm gonna no. let you know that if I get this part, I'm going to New Zealand because they appreciate people barring games, and I love that. Fucker, I hate you, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> And with that, we yeah. bid farewell to Jack Thompson's crusty old balls and anus, which which are in, in, in immaculately joined in conception. That <laughs> made no sense. Um, up. I'm sure I'm sure we'll be hearing from him again. But you know what? Fl- whatever. Screw him. <laughs> Main topic. to the main topic. Uh, last week I hinted at this. We're talking about uh, the possibilities of a DRM-free world and what that could mean. This was actually something that I, I, I thought about because I started with the good old games beta when we wrote we wrote an article about it on the site. Um, for anybody who doesn't know still, good old games is a service dedicating to let people buy, read, download 
older games, uh, older PC games such as Fallout, Fallout 2, Descent, Free Space, all those classics and more and shit that is actually kind of shitty, um, for really <laughs> cheap and without any DRM. And it actually works. I tried this out. Um, anybody who hasn't seen the article on the site yet, you can feel free to read it. It's, it's under... Um, it's going to be the second to last uh, link on the features after this podcast goes up. Um, it's called Look at the Good Old Games Early Access Beta, uh, and we're in it. So basically you just sign, all you do is you sign on, uh, making an account, uh, choose the game that you want to buy. Most of them are 6 bucks, um, which is a fucking steal for stuff like you know Giants and, and Sacrifice. 6 bucks for that when you compare it to Virtual Console. Anyway, so you download it to your PC, install it, and that's it. There's nothing you have to log into. There's no no protected stuff. There's nothing like no no passwords required or anything like that. And I tested it out by I downloaded Messiah, uh, put it onto an SD card. I downloaded Messiah. I installed it on my PC, ran it, put it put the install file onto my SD card, put it into my laptop, disconnected it from the internet, installed it, and ran it, and it ran fine. And so there's there's no DRM at all. Um, and I I just wrote a, a small piece on my Gamespot blog talking about. Like, is this the right way to go? Um, because my fear is that you open the floodgates and more people will be apt to just, you know, say, hey, free for all. Like, I would buy it and then I'd give it to you too, to both of you, and be like, hey, look, $6 a game. You guys got it for free. You know, that shit would, like, just open up like the Dickens. <laughs> um, but at the same time, Al, you brought up a great point last week. What is DRM really doing but making it worse? Yeah, well, mostly from a PR standpoint, <laughs> but a lot of times from a software, you know, usability standpoint, um, it just really sucks, DRM in these days. But so, so what do you think about the possibility of, if if games were to go DRM free, would that help at all? Would would that would that would that be harmful even like more so than it is? Like that's what he was getting at. Hmm. I mean, would it change anything? That's what he was getting at. Yeah, that's um, the point. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that technically a lack of DRM would change uh, the number or the amount of piracy that is in the area. And the reason why I say that is because, um, well... People who pirate games are people who pirate games, and they are not going to change no matter how much DRM is out there. Mm -hmm. Those who have been pirating games since games were on floppy disks mm -hmm. are going to be the same ones who are getting those hacked versions and submitting them over Bit BitTorrent. And that is their job. I mean, you know, that is their job. They're going to teach other people to do the same, and... You know, everybody's going to be one step ahead. DRM is harming us, not them. Right. Right. DRM is harming us by restricting our general usage of the game. Where and fucking worming us. Right. And worming us. And But at the <clears throat> same time, it's like, okay, um, you're screwing your regular customers who pay the game, mm -hmm. pay for the game, because they can't use it the way that they want to, that's comfortable, that is well within their rights. And the pirates still get to do everything that you didn't want them to do. Right. So, And I think that would be the change in that it makes it better. If, if you get rid of, a, of DRM, it makes it better for you and me. You know? If, mm -hmm. if, if there's any change, it's that we get a better experience and we aren't 
Um, you just said before we were talking about Spore. It's like, does D- would DRM discourage you from buying a game, not pirating, but just buying it? And I think all of us said yes. You know, you get rid of that, and I think that they could they, they could sell more. Have you ever um, played any of Stardock's games? What games? Stardock. Stardock. Who? Stardock. Never heard of it. Oh, never. Okay, they're the guys who do the desktop software, like like window blinds and shit that lets you put like skins on your on your Windows XP, and then uh, they also make games. Uh, they also make uh mostly strategy, like those four X games, those like explore, expand, something and something, those space games that that are kind of like um Master of Orion. Mm-hmm. Um, they they let you download it from their little Stardock thing, and then um it's completely DRM free from there on. Like, they don't put any DRM on their games, and they, they like, totally push this, and they're talking about, like, oh, the re- like they're, they're the ones who, who are saying something about, like, like oh, people who blame uh, the lack of game sales solely on piracy, um, you know, well, we play, we, we sell DRM-free games, and we're making, we're, they're not selling, like, a lot, lot, but they're making a lot of profit on what they spend. You know, so they're like, the the goal is that you need to you need to make games that cater to your customers, not to the market, because you know that the market is going to have like half pirates, you know. So make it for the people who are going to buy your game, because the pirates don't matter. They're like a sunk cost. They're they're gone. It doesn't matter anymore. Like they they're going to do what they're going to do, just like you said. Um, so yeah, I mean they're 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 well known for that. Um, I I'm trying to think of their game names. Um, the most popular one I think is Galactic Civilizations. In Galactic Civilization 2, and then they came out with this game called Sins of a Solar Empire. Mm-hmm. Never, Never heard? heard. Mm-hmm. No. No. Ah. You're alone. <laughs> You're a phony. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. Or the 500,000 people that bought that game. But um, My troubles are all gone. There's no one to deride me. So if we have DRM-free downloads, okay. What do you mean who I'm talking to? <laughs> Ignore that. So we, we get DRM, we get DRM free downloads. Okay, Let, let's say that uh-huh. that's that's the wave of the future. Uh, all downloads are DRM free. You pay for it and you get it. Do you think there's going to be? Uh, let me ask you. And this wouldn't be illegal, okay? Because uh-huh. like, assuming that like you know now I own the game, I have WarioWare. I can lend it to Al whenever the fuck I want. Right. We have DRM free software. How inclined would you be to be like, yo, Ethan, check this out. Let me copy this game for you. Here, take it. Uh-huh. You know. Now that it's DRM-free, we're back to the old days of floppy disks and, like, Xerox copying the instruction booklet. Not even doing that. We just give up the game. Yeah, which well, we yeah, don't really I call mean, piracy, but it is. It's, it's, it's copyright infringement. What it is, it's, um, let's just put it this way. If they pinch Ethan and he doesn't reveal the source, he um, is now in jeopardy of not, uh, you know, he's, he's actually charged with not revealing um, the source of where he got the um the original copy so therefore um he's in um obstruction mm-hmm. so like they'll, they'll attach anything they'll they'll put you know copyright infringement they'll put unlicensed vendor if you're selling the game especially sure. if you're selling the game that's the oh, yeah, that's, that's the that's big thing important. there yeah. that's the big thing there and i think if you're sharing with everything and that's why i have the big problem if you're sharing it with somebody you're not selling it Right. You're not making a profit. Right. You are not really taking money out of their pocket. I mean, you are in general, okay? But the thing is, they got their money. You're just right. lending it to a friend. 
okay? They are not making a profit unless they go and say, oh, yeah, let me all borrow this and make like a, a, right. a zillion copies, you know, so I could sell it. Then you, you go to them and you're like, uh, I'm not going to be involved in that. You know, the whole thing is the laws are situated where they want to protect the, um, you know, the investors, uh, I'm not the investors, the, the, the owner's interest, okay? And if you violate that, done deal. But lending it to somebody, that's, that's just... This, this is past lending, though. This is, I have a copy of Messiah on my computer. I have a copy uh-huh. of Messiah on my SD card. I have it on my laptop. These are both right. mine. But then I give that SD card to Al. He can copy that file into his hard drive. And then Al That's gives fine. that SD card to you. You can copy it into our hard drive. And now we yeah. all have copies. It's not like one physical copy is going around and I don't have it because I lent it to you. Okay, Ooh. so they didn't make their money. But big deal. They made their money. Okay, you lent it to a friend. You are not in violation. You didn't go to Al and say, listen, uh, you need to pay me 10 bucks for this copy. No, no, of course and he's not. like, course you know, not. but that's the whole thing. That's what they want to get you on. So anything that you're arrested on for this charge is bullshit. I mean, like, you know, it, it's just wasting everybody's time. It's going to happen. Well, it's going to happen, plain and simple. So, so you're saying there's no, there's, there's no law that can pin you on that? No. Because, no, there I mean, what, what about people who... Who, who, who get a, Remember who when the they album. were doing Napster, peer-to-peer, you know, all that shit, and yep. they were doing it mm-hmm. everywhere and stuff mm-hmm. like that? You know, they went after the little people, and they were unsuccessful because the little people got it from, you know, a place that they thought they could get it from. I mean, like, you know, it's just lending, okay, or just, you know, giving it to somebody. They weren't, char- I mean, like, the whole thing with Napster is they wanted to shut down Napster because Napster was doing money. Okay, they were getting fucking money for being Napster. Okay, and they were like, "Oh no, no, no! You are sharing with everybody, and you're getting money. No, we right. can't have that." I, okay, I, I, I a got to question that because what about the the Digital Millennium Copyright Act? The whole thing about like it's not fair use to copy a game, and so multiple people have a copy that was just paid for once. It's like I was reading in Rolling Stone; they had they had the article on Metallica, and they were mm-hmm. talking about how they used to load up on the same like salad. Salad plate at the all you can eat salad for three two ninety nine at Burger King. Like one person would go up, <laughs> load up on his plate, eat that shit. The other person would eat the same plate, go up, load up on that shit, and just keep on going. But like the whole thing with the, the example that I'm giving is pretty much I bought a CD, I ripped right. it, I burned it, and I gave it no, to no, you. I that is illegal. That. Yeah. I, I think that's illegal, isn't it? it well, is. if you burn a CD, absolutely. If you burn a CD, but if you give the same CD that you bought to somebody else. Un, you know, untouched, un, right. you and, know. But, um, but I think you're forgetting what I'm saying is that's not what sorry. I'm saying with this game. I'm saying that I have a copy of my game installed on my computer. I right. give that I, – I have the install file on an SD card, and I give it to Al, and he gets the game, and he installs it, and he gives it to you, and you install it. We all have the game installed on our computers just from me buying it. You guys mm-hmm. haven't paid the money to the company that deserves that money to get that file because I just gave it to you. It's like getting a CD, burning it, and giving it to you. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so that's, that's why I was to trying that? to clarify because I, I thought that was illegal. Okay, solution to that: um, make a program that is legally sanctioned. I got Okay, legally, legally sanctioned. Okay, make a program that is not going to intrude on your on your privacy. Okay, not going to like fuck up your computer. Something that actually monitors illegal activity, okay? Something that they want to protect themselves from and something that the the courts sanction. There's and no way that's if the courts happen. sanction it, 
Oh, no, no. But, like, that's the only solution. I mean, like, what else? What are you, you going to charge me with? Did the judge sanction, uh, you know, you coming after me, you know, uh, for, like, copyright infringement when I didn't copyright infringe because somebody lent me the game? Are you serious? It's well, not lending, though. That's the thing. And I, no, no, no. I know that's not the whole thing. I know that's not the whole thing, but, you know, he gave me a copy of his game, okay? And we're all playing it online because he's my friend. What are you oh. going to do? Charge me separately? Charge him with, oh, like, I, um... I'm not. I'm not bringing this up to see what kind of penalty we can get. I'm just saying that morally, are. it's illegal. It, 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 it's illegal and and also morally Well, if you want to do morally, yeah. I mean, morally... Morally, if you get down to, like, My question in the beginning was, like... Now that now that if if this were to happen, if we were to get this situation where we have games that are completely DRM free, uh-huh. like would would the temptation be there for you to do it? And Al actually has something to say. He's had something to say for the past five minutes. He yeah. sure has. Um, I have the Civilization Four book here, and in the back there's the limited software warranty and license agreement, which comes with every game. Now uh-huh. odds are in a DRM free game. This same type of limited software license and uh, warranty and license agreement would probably be included. And in this, it says the license is subject to this agreement and its terms and conditions. Licensor, which is the company who makes the game, mm-hmm. hereby mm-hmm. grants you the non exclusive, non transferable, limited right and license to use one copy of the software for your personal use on a single console. Then they talk about ownership and they say. Any person's copying, reproducing, or distributing all or any portion of the software in any manner or medium will be willfully violating the copyright laws and may be subject to civil and criminal penalties. Mm-hmm. Be advised that copyright violations are subject to penalties up, up to $100,000 per violation. The software contains certain licensed materials and licensors' licensors. Huh? And the licensors' licensors <laughs> may protect their rights <laughs> in the event. Of any violation of this agreement. So basically, you get gang fucked, but I doubt it. That's <laughs> bullshit, Mr. Handman. <laughs> so, then, because, oh, okay, let's, let's just put it this wait, way. Let him finish. Let wait, him finish. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, sorry, I, I sorry. Go here. They, they then itemize what the conditions are. And the conditions are you agree not to A, commercially exploit the software, B, distribute, lease, license, sell, rent, or otherwise transfer, assign the software, or any, other co- or any copies of this software without the express prior written consent of licensing. C, make copies of the software or any part thereof. D, accept as otherwise specifically provided by software or this agreement, use or install the software or permit others to do the same on a network for online use or more than one console at the same time. And they talk about copying onto a hard drive um, without running it from the CD or DVD, um, using it at a computer gaming center or another location-based site. You can't take it to a, 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 a internet cafe and play it. Right. Uh, you can't reverse engineer it. You can't mod it. You can't export it out of the country. And uh, then they talk about the warranty and stuff. You can't eat it. So you basically <laughs> are ordered, once you purchase the game, to install it on your computer and play it, and that's it. Or no borrowing, yeah, no lending it to people, <laughs> no taking it to other people's houses and showing them, no taking it to parties and being like, hey, look, I got this cool game. No taking it to Burger King and installing it on their computers. And putting and it on pretty a salad soon, plate. And, yeah, and pretty soon, no friends coming over your house to play it. Exactly. You know, no friends like... coming over your house with their <laughs> computer talking about, yo, let me install this. Let's play, let's play uh, together. 
consoles are going to come with credit card machine swipes where, <laughs> where like, it, and, and some kind of weird like vision camera, like the Xbox Live vision camera, the eye tour, where they can tell how many pairs of eyes are looking at the screen. You have to mm-hmm. swipe. Ugh. <laughs> but Watch, so, we're so going to have barcodes printed on our wrists, on the inside of our wrists, where it really hurts. And we got to shine it before we can play. Like Hitman. Yeah. Bark on the back of his fucking neck and nobody notices. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it begs the question, you know, good old games, I got this file. And there's no way, no, like, no, no real way to catch you. They don't have CD keys. They don't have anything. Nothing at all. And so it's like, I, again, it's like, I think that while this would this could only help people like you and me who are who are paying paying gamers, you know, paying customers, there's that, that, that little devil in the back of, of people's heads. I mean, yo, so, uh, you know that friend that's too poor to afford video games, but he's your best friend in the world? Um... No one can check up on him. Why don't you just give it to him? Just give him a little bit. Give him a taste. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and you give it to him, and uh, there you go. You've pirated your first game, even as a law-abiding citizen. You know, it's like it's it's sticky there. I, I'm just I'm just worried that I think that we should be treated as paying legal consumers and loyal consumers, but at the same time, it's like, what about those assholes who who are like kind of who who. Not I shouldn't even say assholes because it's not an assholeish thing to just you know kind of slip up and be like oh I lent it to a friend you know without even thinking twice you know well can I can I just put it this way no that's, yes that's the risk of the business yeah they have to take a loss on that and they can't and you know they could only penalize the people who Penal. are doing it in mass production and not the little people who are just like oh sure no of course friend. yeah you know what I'm saying and you know if they did pinch you because we downloaded the same game on our computers and they pinched you and they came to us and, and we were in, you know, um, trademark counterfeiting and stuff like that. And, you know, um, not revealing the source of the counterfeiting and, you know, and if they take us to court, we'd all be fucking, you know, uh, dismissed. You know why? Because we're small. We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything tragic. We didn't make money off of it. We didn't do anything. And, you know, for us to, uh, you know, assume that they could hit us what, $100,000, do you have it? Do uh, you have it? Yeah. Of course. Well, you do. he probably yeah. has it, but we don't have it. Do, no, no, no. Do you have it to give it freely to a company for well, doing no nothing? No one would. No one does. I mean, that's the, that's the whole point, okay? I'm from Brooklyn. You're from wherever the fuck you are. And Al's in Manhattan, so they'll probably come uh, to him. You got but, it totally wrong. I mean, I mean, sorry. Austin's from Manhattan. And, you know, <laughs> what it comes down to is even if you, even if you had it, do they want it? I mean, like, do they want to be the bad guys on this? Uh, you know, all, I'm sure it, they it, would. I'm not sure. It, I it's am. It's a PR they, issue. They, they get the, the half, dude. They stu- they do two stupid fucking things. Like I don't know. They do stupid you, fucking things. Spore really is already a stupid, would? stupid fucking thing. That, no, but that, that's a mass. That's a mass thing. I mean, like, would they uh, would they single out you? That's what I'm getting at. They've singled out people before. Like not not people, but but you're right. They have been people who've done the massive thing. Again, like my whole point in bringing this up wasn't the legal issue; it's the moral issue. Oh, okay. No, well, morally, yes, bad. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm, bad. And I'm just I saying mean... that I'm just saying that I think that the, te- the the temptation would be a little little high for even people who have moral standards. Like it's tempting to like you know help out a friend. Yeah, uh-huh. a friend in need of a game. Al, you were gonna say something. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking. The, you know, good old games and Gog. You, know, you know, I read their DRM free thing. Yeah. And 
then uh, I looked at the uh, what you call it, the terms of use. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The terms of use doesn't really mention anything about. I mean, it looks like it's the website terms of use, so it's not. It may not right. be specific to the games, but they do talk about um, <clears throat> like indemnification, term- termination, warranties, yeah. and stuff like that, uh, and limitation liability. But they don't say anything about licensing. I think that would be like I'd have to install Messiah again, or I, I also I use my free pass to get um Fallout Tactics. So when I install that, I'll look at the EULA in the okay. install because that's probably where it is. In yeah, each because game's install. They tell you plain and plain as day. They say you don't just buy the game; you actually own it. Ooh, I don't understand what that means, but um. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, so I know what they the mean. Yeah, the whole right? conceit is like, oh, you bought the license to use the game. You didn't exactly. buy the game. So they say once you download a game, you can install it on any PC and re-download it whenever you want, as many times as you need, and you can play it without an internet connection. So technically, I need it three times: one for me, one for you, and one for you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no and sorry, I'm okay to do that's... that because I didn't just buy this game; I own it. Also, it indemnifies them from the bigger companies that say, oh, listen, you're selling our game that we gave you. Oh, well, that's our uh, agreement that you signed a contract on. Done right. deal. So you're, they're not you're, even responsible you're, for it. I, I will you're have, entirely I will have exempt from that, yeah. I will have to look at the user license, the license agreement or the install file to see what, what, what's up with that. Because if it's, if, it's, if it's not there, then it's free reign. And maybe that's why publishers are so hesitant to give all the games there because they mm-hmm. know that people actually will now legally be able to just like give it to anybody if that's, if that's the case. Because in my, in, in my uh, preview, I wrote up that I was a little concerned that I didn't see big things like Baldur's Gate, which is an interplay game, and Icewind, those mm-hmm. big RPGs. They have mm-hmm. stuff like Fallout, which is huge, but they also don't have the other huge stuff. And I'm like, why is that? And I thought maybe it's because publishers are a little bit wary of giving away this shit, you know, mm-hmm. Maybe Fallout's like a goodwill type of thing. We're like, yeah, whatever, because it's also on GameTap. So, um, well, can I, I bring know. this up? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were going on. No, I'm done. Okay, can I bring this up? No. If a if a publisher or a company that is def- uh, you know defunct that no longer makes these games and stuff like that makes a little money, just a little. I mean, like, and when you're talking little, you're talking about you know a billion people on Earth. Okay, that may buy it. At any one time, not a billion all of at once, but like you get this one person here in this country, one person there, you know, like you get 13 people here, 14 people here, 25 people here, 100,000 people here. You're just making money on a game that is gone. Aren't you? Aren't you happy? Um. Well, I mean, it. it yeah. I mean, that, and that's probably why Interplay is such a huge, um, has such a huge presence mm-hmm. on this. You know. On this site, a lot of the games are from Interplay. Um, mm-hmm. I think, though, that sometimes, it, it, like like you said, if it's not making money anymore, sure, why not? But if it is, you know, some you some things more, are still. <laughs> if if some things are still like like doing well at retail, or say like they don't own the license anymore, and that's the thing, because mm-hmm. you know, company goes bankrupt, they sell off all the licenses to recruit some of that money, you know, mm-hmm. so they don't own the license, say. I don't know if this is the case. I'm just saying, for example, they don't own the license to Baldur's Gate anymore, and that's why they don't have it on the service. Something mm-hmm. like that. That might be the issue, too. I'm not quite sure what the stance is, what the uh, issue is with Baldur's Gate, so I don't know. And, yeah. Ow! I think, 
Yeah. I think we're done with this question. Anything else? Yeah, or should we move on to the mail bag? We are completo. Yeah. Oh, Sixteen hundred points. Oh, Microsoft oh, points. Thank oh, you, oh, Amazon.com. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit it again. Easy, I like the way you laugh. Easy, I like the way you laugh. You know she only likes it. She only likes double teams, by the way. She doesn't like singles. Andy, I don't want you to listen yeah, to these right. guys. She would love the single thing. She wish you had it. I bet you have pretty ears. Ears? Ears? Did you say fucking ears? <laughs> yeah, I like to make Andy Suck laugh. Suck my bad, bitch. I was just joking. I like to make Andy laugh. Wow. You're a special kid. Did your mom ever tell you that? Andy, are you okay? Yeah. She's dead. I want to you. Do you need a medic? Do you need a medic? No, do you need medic. a medic? <laughs> do you need a medic? She should Uber her. Oh, I'm gonna Uber that. I will if she asked. Easy, I'll Uber you. Uber you. Uber you? I'll Uber all over that. Are you gonna Uber her in the ear? Easy, can we? Do you know? Do you have Ventrilo? Do you, do you want my Ventrilo IP, Easy? No. Well, cause they keep saying all that stuff. I don't want it to be that way. I'm not trying for it to be that way. You are too. You stick bastard. God, I'm turning you into police right now. I fucking got your IP and everything. I was just joking around with it. I'm tired of your shit. Not your daughter. I'm tired of your shit. Not them. Oh, I'm so so banned. You're so. Time has been added. We're at the mailbag, and I asked people to do some homework and, and give us some of their worst online experiences, and only two people pointed up. So the rest of you are asshats, and fuck you. <laughs> but we still have some remaining Red Ring stories from last week. Um, this first one from Darren B. is fucking epic. Uh, I, let's see. Okay. Darren says, I purchased my first Xbox 360 on the very day it was released. Within three months, I had the dreaded Red Ring of Death to contend with. I phoned Microsoft and went through the general motions. Within three days, I had a brand new unit via FedEx. First time service was great. After dealing with the Red Ring of Death for the first time, I immediately decided to purchase Microsoft's extended warranty, which really did me no good as time went on. At this point, I'm on Xbox number two, and it lasted me a while until May of 08. Although at 43, I don't game as much as your typical gamer does. On or around May 19th, 2008, which is a couple months ago this year, I had to go through the entire Red Ring process all over again. I thought that it would be as easy as the first time because I had the extended warranty. Nevertheless, this was not the case. I had to patiently wait for four weeks before I finally got my console back. So long story short, my unit was hastily put back together after it was, per- was, re- eh, after it was repaired. Repair. <laughs> first, my disc tray was grinding up against the top and along the side of my console. Common is that sense? what yours is doing? <clears throat> no. Common Sense okay. told me to place a cheap demo disc in the tray only to see it get completely scratched up. Secondly, my faceplate was almost cracked in half. It was just barely hanging on my console. My faceplate was in perfect condition when I sent my unit out for repair. Third, my chrome disc tray was visibly bulging out of my console in an abnormal fashion. Fourth, my console was making a loud grinding noise the entire time I would leave it on. To say I was a tad angry at that point would have been quite the understatement. It became very apparent to me that my console was put back together in a very hasty fashion. I sent this console back to Microsoft again, only to have it sent back to me once again in nearly the same exact condition. The only difference was a new faceplate. 
Now I'm on Xbox number four, and this has become almost laughable to me. Some higher-up even offered me a free play-and-charge kit for my grief. And I ended up with a small cable inside a green baggie. They couldn't even get that right. I was then offered another gift, and I refused it, stating that all I wanted was an operable 360 in good condition. I have now sent my console out for the fourth time, but this time I had a caseworker from Microsoft named Steven. Steven turned out to be a very nice guy who wanted to settle this once and for all. He felt really bad for me and apologized several times and speeds up the process by going through FedEx. I pleaded for a brand new console, but Steven claimed that he didn't have that kind of authority. Wow. However, he did promise to at least ask for one. Once again, long story short, I get my 360 back from the repair center. Number five, I think, but who's counting? And it turns out to be a brand new one, although it did have the 203-watt brick versus the 175-watt brick. I found this rather odd because this new unit had a manufacturing date of 2008, May. Nevertheless, I thanked Steven, and he was very appreciative of my thanking him, especially when he considered what I went through. He claimed that nobody had ever thanked him before. (laughs) However... I left many little details out of my story, like like phone conversations with people who can't speak fluent English, or how one of my 360 console packages was sent to the wrong address on its way back to me. I ended up with two red ring of deaths, and more importantly, I'm sorry, I ended up with two red rings of death and two more improperly repaired or inoperable refurbished consoles before I supposedly got a brand new console. And I'm wondering when it's going to put me through the ringer again. During my last customer service nightmare with Microsoft, I went out and bought an 80 gigabyte PS3. And I've been leaning towards buying more games for my PS3 versus my 360. I've already got around 40 games for my 360. And between the red ring of death and Microsoft customer service, who wants to be stuck with a boatload of 360 games and no console to play them on? So we've already got a potentially transferred customer because of the red ring. (laughs) Damn. I didn't like... One that red was... ring and one bad customer service experience. Sony. Shit, man. Wait, you know, you I, you? I didn't tell you guys this, but um, my wife she dropped my console, and oh. I haven't I haven't played it since then. So if it doesn't do uh R O D R O D, uh, good console, and it's puke green. Well, so you... take it, take it. Yeah, but you can't drop something. And have no, I know. Tour. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just waiting for it. That's. Uh, I'm anticipating something happening. So uh, I think just your let you know. console is one of the better ones. So I think you should be fine, because the Halo one was bu- was made during that whole fiasco and like was was made to be to try to avoid that. I think Al. I think you should. What what do you do? You have the Falcon one? No, mine was right before it. Mine Fuck. was made July '07. Oh, so you might be okay. I don't know. I I know my mine is from 06, so mine is that's why. What mine is doing, Tony, you asked. What mine is doing is the disk drive doesn't open consistently. So what'll happen is if it's standing on uh, on its on its uh, on its side. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean upright. If I press the eject yes. button, sometimes it won't open. So I have nice. to put it flat, and then it'll open. Then when I put the game in and I close it. It open. It, it won't play the game. It'll keep on opening the tray until I put it back upright. Oh my god! Now that hasn't hell? happened in the past two weeks, so I'm hoping that it's okay. But I, okay. I, I just, I just don't know. It just felt you out. It's like, do you want to like, play me? Yeah. Do you not want to play me? Do oh, you want to play me? Do you want okay, to play me, Daniel? <laughs> do you want to play? Uh, who wants to, line who down, wants to read the up. next uh, shitty, um, shitty? Uh, uh, what's it called? Red Ring story from Little Clay. Tony, you want to read it? 
During I'll read during it. Fuck the it. Fuck it, I'll read it. During, during the, the early months from... of 2008, my Xbox 360 died on me and then flashed the dreaded ring, red rings of death. Dun, dun, dun. So I did what I had to, what I had done three times before. Three times. Yes, I. Three times. Three times. I said that. No, I'm saying yes, I'm I. emphasizing because that's yeah, fucked up. Yeah, he's he's oh, adamant. Okay. <laughs> three times before. Yes, I was on my fourth Xbox 360. Okay, read it normal. <laughs> <laughs> After three or four weeks, I received an Xbox 360 in the mail, and I was excited. I set it up on my inter uh, entertainment center uh, system, plugged it all in all cord, uh, plugged in, <laughs> plugged in all the cords, and, <laughs> and fired it up. This Xbox 360 I just received from Microsoft had the red rings as well. So I did what I had done four times before. That's fucked Hello, up. Hello, guys. No, this is some that's someone else. That's that's another line. Oh, that's sorry. fucked up. He, he, <laughs> you he, didn't. <laughs> Three mistakes. I thought that was what he had done. <laughs> Teleprompter, what the hell? <laughs> and, uh, and my dumbass. <laughs> Three fucked up consoles. He gets a fourth one. Wow. Right out of the box, it doesn't work. Wow. So he did yeah. what he did four times before, and da da da. Yeah, I would have done what I hadn't done four times ago and terminate my business relationship. You would have gotten exactly. a PS3. <laughs> I would have sent that shit back. Say, don't send me another fucking 360. Give me my money back. So exactly. all my games to GameStop. <laughs> just well, like actually, either not, even, not even. If you Wii. bought them full price, if you bought them full price, just go to Microsoft and say, You've, you sold me a defective console. I expect a refund on the system and refund on the games. That's well, it. You made like your you business. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's it. I'm always going to court. That's it. <laughs> well, that's because that's where you work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here is uh here here is someone who did his homework and sent in his worst online experience with the community. Hello guys, this is Daniel, and my worst online experience was on Call of Duty Four. Call of Duty has some excellent online multiplayer, but the problem with it was that it became worse than Halo Online. The community sucks, plain and simple. But no other experience was worse or funnier than this. I was playing Call of Duty Four one night with Ish Ish, who's who is a frequent writer into the mailbag or was, um. FF Gothic on GameSpot, and a couple of other guys from GameSpot, when we got into one game with some guys who I would predict were around nine years old, they had the loudest and most irritating voices. In the game <laughs> lobby, they began to trash talk, and I asked them what grade they were in. They responded with a surprising answer of, I'm in fourth grade, dude, who the fuck wants to know? When I heard that, I asked why he was swearing, and again, his answer surprised me. Because I motherfucking can, and I had too many pixie sticks, and my parents aren't here, so it's a fucking party! Uh. <laughs> I told him it was disrespectful to swear, and I would like it if he did not do so. Good, He's good too luck with polite. That, buddy. <laughs> good luck with that. While still in the lobby. Again, his answer was full of vulgar language. Hey, N-word, you can't tell me what to do. If I want to spray cum all over this microphone and tell you about uh. it, I will. I gave up and said whatever. When we got into the game, Ish and the rest of the guys thought we would easily beat them, but we were wrong. They killed us. Each of us, 60 different times in a domination match. And after mm -hmm. doing so, we all left, but not after having them tell me to stick Twinkies up Ish's butt and eat it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, you know you they were are, fourth graders. They were major. You league are beaters. old. Well, even if they were fourth graders, you are old. That's. <laughs> what is that? That's when you know it? you got owned. Oh, you're owned. <laughs> okay. Totally owned. That that's fucked up. I mean, like, yeah, the Daniel, you're not gonna get anywhere and asking anyone to not swear. We're not gonna not swear because you ask us because we're doing it right yeah, now. Please. But like, we're not please. gonna tell you shove Twinkies up her ass. That, that's yeah. ridiculous. But, yes. like, please, please, please don't be a parent to somebody on a fucking chat. Come on. 
I don't think they were being parents as much as like, dude, I don't yeah, want to hear oh, that shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, it's not nice to swear. <laughs> no, no. It's like, it's like, like I don't want to hear that shit. Like, like asking someone. Well, not that's to what use he should have said. I mean, like, you know, uh, can you like? Well, calm we don't. It down? He didn't give us his direct quote. Maybe that's what he said. Who knows? Okay. The point was, he okay. said like, I, I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, he finishes off with uh, thanks Xbox Live for your great community. And, like, if, if, if there's any indication of that, like, I don't know if remember Slunks a couple of episodes ago was talking about, uh, like, his friend who uh, wasn't too kind to someone of, of, of a differing race. Yeah. <laughs> People can get assholish. Wait, I think you were the one. Oh, no, no, no. Ethan was the one who was telling us that one of his friends was playing Call of Duty 2 uh-huh. and was faced with so much, like, like racial epithets. It's, it's amazing how ignorant people are on Xbox Live. So. Well, it, even before that, even when you were on Diablo, it was the same thing. Really? They were that bad? Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Not, people would come in and say, who's the in here? And that's a bad wow. word. That's you bad. know, and, and, you know and, and then you're like, um, what the fuck is he talking about? And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to mess up every, you know. And so I had the power to bounce him out. Okay, oh, so because okay. I had a. I had a separate program which would take all his stuff and then bounce him out, and his character would forever be that way. Okay, so he had had to make another, uh, another character. Mm-hmm. He'd have to take a, uh, you know a few minutes to like hack his character or whatever and get all his armor and whatever. But like since then, he was bounced out of my room. He would never come back. Mm-hmm. I love that power. I mean, <laughs> really, everybody needs this fucking power. Everybody who comes in here. Speaking ignorant shit, talking stupid. I wish they had that power. You know, just like okay, so um, yeah, you think you're smarter than me because you're talking all dirty. Well, guess what? Bounced. <laughs> no, uh, you can't come in. That's it. Yeah. There's another community complaint. This is from John Steed Seven on Gamespot. I was playing the co-op line of the original Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. We had completed all the objectives for the level and only needed to all meet at the extraction point. That's when one of my teammates turns around and kills every single one of us, gets to the extraction point, shouts, thanks for the achievement, and then leaves the lobby. That's robbery. That's fucked up. <laughs> I, guess, I guess there was an achievement for, like, being the last one alive or killing your teammates or something. Yeah. That's Exactly. Shit. People are That is stupid. robbery. Um, all right. Even on the, games, you can't be safe. Jesus. Yeah. Nope. Um, there's a question from Supersonic97. He says, questions and a tale. Question number one, can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you Question can. number two, do we need PR guys and producers to be totally upfront and real about a game's quality? What do you expect of them, and what would you like to see in your ideal society? Hmm. Do we need them to be upfront? Uh, I, I, they're never upfront. They're, they're never going to be. I think. No. But, but do we need them to be upfront? I think that's no. what we have journalists and critics for. I think that's what they're there for, to be upfront about equality. I mean, we as consumers probably need it, but the company wants the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. But like, and I know the question is is not like, um, um, what do we do about it? Because there's nothing you can do about it, aside from just like not supporting the games. But do we need it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think we need everybody to be honest about what they're doing with the product that we're going to spend our money on, but we're just not going to get it. That's the sad thing. Um, right. And that's why I expect of them is we, we're not going to get it. 
uh, and what, what what I think is ideal is, yeah, they'd be upfront about it. And if something is going wrong, they'll say, you know what, we're canceling this game or we're delaying it because we want to make it good. And you know, people do do that. Some people do that, and some people don't. You know, it's 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 it sucks that you know PR guys have the power over the information that that they can like with, withhold stuff. But you know, they, hey, I can understand companies need to save face too, so that's why they're there. Uh, you guys. Um, well, uh, it's basically the same answer. Um, you know, PR guys and producers, they want to sell their game. They're not going to say, look, um, you know, this part of the game is really fucked up and the developers <laughs> can't fucking well, get it right. Well, that's a whole Sorry, thing. guys, I mean, you're going to have to still pay for this game full price. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you bring know. up a good point. There's a, there's a, there's a certain degree to which you, you want to be honest, but then you don't want to fucking, you don't want to step all over the, the people who are working hard on it. If something's not going right, like, okay, I'll, I'll say this. If something's not going right, but it's something that will be fixed. If this is, ta- if we're talking about in development and not like the final product, no, we don't need it. I think that as long as the final product is good and ready to go, that's what we need the honesty on. But we don't, like, I don't, I would personally, personally, I would prefer not to hear that some PR guy is talking shit about the developer and saying, oh, we're, you know, we're having problems with frame rate or, or, or producer, whatever. We're having problems yeah. with frame rate and it's just not going well and, like, it, it'll be fixed up by the time we release, but it's just, like, something's broken. It's like, I don't need to hear that because all right. I really want to hear is whether or not the end product is good. It'd be nice to hear some candidness. It's always nice to see that developers open up. But I don't need to necessarily hear if it's going really shitty during the process. You know, I mean, personally, that's just me yeah, personally. But there's, there's like financial reasons why they're not going to do that. They're never going to tell you why a, sh- of <laughs> a course product is going to yeah, be no, they shitty. Will. I mean, like, you know, who? Um, well, I'm not PR and producers, but developers will. It's called a postmortem. Once the game is done and it's sold, and they can uh, a couple of years down the road, yeah. they'll talk no, about it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about before it comes out. <laughs> Yeah, before it comes out, no, no, no way. Yeah, they need to make yeah. the money. and there's also legal reasons. Well. There's also legal reasons. I mean, you don't want to go and give out your product right up front, sure. You know, so that somebody could copy it right, in, you know, right there and then and there. The idea, the intellectual property, and just change it a little bit so that they could make on your idea. Right. They, they, yeah. I mean, that's what a PR rep is. You go out there, tell people as little as they, uh, well, as much as you want them to hear, okay? And they'll get as little as they wanted to hear, and they'll be, you know, wanting more. Sell the sizzle, not the steak. Right. That's it. All right, so he actually has a, a story about online community. Supersonic says, A few weeks back, I was playing Counter-Strike Source, and being the noob that I am, I kept real close to my teammates. There was this guy with the username SXE underscore Javis on with us, and every damn time he kills someone, he'd play Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I fucking loved it until when I died, he started playing Nickelback Saving Me, Link Not Provided. How the fuck do you get from Paul Neiman to fucking Nickelback, motherfucker? Okay. Kind of funny that I'm telling you this, what with Paul Neiman passing away today. This is the man that gave his cool hand Luke and the color of money. Sad face. Aww. Rest in peace, Paul. Um, let's see. There is, I think that was the last one, right? Let me check the bag. Yeah. Loading, loading. That's it. We're done. All right. So that was your uh, Red Ring stories and shitty online experiences. Uh, new homework for next week. Same homework for this week since all you guys are fuckers and didn't do it. Send us your worst <laughs> online gaming experience with ignorant people. Um, and let's see. 
what do we have to do left? We have some things that we'd like people to look at. Close friends of ours, DrFishyPants.com. He's a doctor, and his pants are smelly, which means something vulgar, but uh, you know he blogs about games. Uh, and then one of us actually pretends to play some sort of hair instrument. Right, but he's too busy working his overnight job every goddamn day of the motherfucking week. So he Word. doesn't have time to update. But it is located at xlm2k.blogspot.com. Word. If you'd like to look at what I have done so far with my hair instrument, a.k.a. guitar. Word. Um, I'll have some stuff <laughs> up there soon. Once Word. I some videos from practice and whatnot. Practice. Um, we talking about practice. I don't like yeah. your profanity. Word. Motherfucking piece <laughs> of shit ass. Goddamn. <laughs> Word. Tits. Exactly. You can check out Slunks' giant bomb blog, giantbomb.com slash profiles. Let me see what's that guy's giant. Yes, giantbomb.com slash profile, singular slash, S-L-U-N-K-S. He is, a, uh, he is a useless sack of Maryland. I'm just kidding. We love you. Uh, he's doing his Nobuo month. He's five out of six, so he's got one more entry after that. Um, and what else? What else? Um, uh, Palin is a creationist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and that about does it for Toner. Ma! For Al. Dad! <laughs> I have you, your host, Mr. Miyagi Chupan. Oh, you missed it, Al. In the beginning, I was Mr. Miyagi. And we're gone. <laughs> I do. I do. Welcome to podcast. I do karate chop. I say wax the floor, paint the car, and sweep said, the and fence. I said something about him raping me. I don't know. Sweep the fence. What? <laughs> What's this? What's Two this? at once? Okay then. <laughs> Give me no, no fried onions in Beginner's my, in my fried rice. 